0: Welcome to another episode of Not Another Film Podcast. This is the podcast where we take movies we used to love as kids and we re-examine them in the harsh, sobering, vampire-filled lights of 2019. <laughs> and uh, couldn't be more excited to talk about this fucking gem from 2008. We're talking about Twilight! <laughs> I can't believe it. And here to talk about um, this vampire fuckfest, I am joined with a a group of lovely people. First off, Miss Lauren Thompson is here. How are you doing, Lauren?
1: Hi, I'm a woman and I'm here to talk about Twilight.
0: That's exactly why we asked you to be here. We also have Mr. Eric Eilerson here. How are you doing, Eric? I'm great. I'm a man, and I'm here to talk about how I used to love Twilight. And that's exactly why you're here. And we're joined by first-time special guest, Mr. Michael Morrow. Hello, I'm Michael Morrow, and I love Twilight. Yes, Woo! we're very excited to have you here. I will defend here. this movie to the death. So in <laughs> case
1: your butthole tightened up, because Ian immediately came in with some vitriol in his voice, uh, you got three people who are ready to, to talk very seriously about our love of Twilight.
0: And one person that's very serious about tearing this shit to the ground. Uh, my name is Ian Gears. I'm your other co-host. Let's start off uh, with the basis. What I, is this
2: movie? James over a fire? He's gonna rip it apart? Oh man, okay, so... Well, I don't know what that
0: reference is. Ian, we're here to change
1: your mind, <laughs> Ian, well, <you're> <laughs> your mind, You your just mind.
0: watched the reference last night. I don't remember. That's over the fire. Name? This is Man Bun? Yeah, evil yeah. yeah. Man Bun. I would like to say,
1: (laughs) I told everyone we should have recorded this episode last night, immediately after we watched the movie, because this would happen, and they all disagreed.
0: Yeah, because it
2: ended at midnight, I was tired. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oh my god, you lame bitches.
2: Alright, so, (laughs) I'm gonna tell you that at 9.30 tonight, when you're starting to get sleepy. I was
1: up last night, I was (laughs) ready to go.
2: She was living. I was like,
1: where y'all got to be in the morning? What are you doing?
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, so Twilight is based on the Stephanie Myers book series about vampire Edward Cullen mm-hmm. and human Bella Swan. Swan, mm-hmm.
1: Bella Swan. That's
0: Swanson. It's Bella Swan. Bella Swan falling in love. Yep. Yes. And not fucking for three books.
2: Two books. Three. Fuck the third. Three you don't three no. no, nope. You don't fuck to the fourth one.
1: Fourth one. They, they, they get the engaged vent. at the end of the third one. Or they get married in the third. What one. What
2: is that really awesome song? That Whoa. wedding song that what's uh, her face wrote for the Twilight? Uh, a thousand it years. Christina Perry. Christina remember Parra, that? Yeah. Like that was used in like every wedding for years. It's still a beautiful. It's wedding a great song.
1: first dance song. It's it really is. really cute. Um, yeah, no, I can't remember if they get married at the end of the third one or the beginning of the fourth. I think one. it's the end of
2: the third? This one. leads. Third
0: this one. leads into the question I was going to ask, which is yeah. how many of you have read the books, all four of the books. I read the first two pages
2: of the first book, and that's it. Yes, interesting. So you're a
1: movie only person. Okay. Eric and I are book primary people.
2: Yeah. So I read I read all four books. So my history with Twilight, right? So when I was in high school, it was like the Twilight Prime. This was like literally I was in I was in high school. I graduated in two thousand and nine. Patient zero
0: for Twilight outbreak. So
2: everyone was obsessed with the books, and there was one week where I got really sick, Uh, and I was at home from school. Did you and, get Spanish Influenza? Is that what happened? Uh, uh, thankfully, no, because I didn't have a, uh, a vampire to help me out with that. But I did have to stay home for a week, and my mom was like, hey, these are... I know people are talking a lot about them. I picked these up. They were like, she found them for cheap somewhere if you want to read them.
1: You, she got the entire set? Yeah. Hmm.
2: And I read... It's an amazing read the, way you can find it at it, did, it, it, Honestly, yeah, it is. I read the first book, I think, in a day or two, and then I proceeded to devour no pun intended, the other three throughout the next couple weeks, and I loved them. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this is not super challenging to read. It doesn't need to be. I actually, like, as part of my mission now my soapbox, I don't think books need to be super hard and challenging to be, mm-hmm. like, worthy art. Yeah, no. But I was having fun. I was team Edward. I would talk to the girls in school about, like, yeah, no, this is great. Like, yeah, not honestly, even to hit on them. Honestly, if you them. weren't
1: team Edward, what the fuck are you doing?
2: If you weren't, if you yes, team I agree. Like, team Jacob is nothing. Um, uh,
3: maybe you know if you were oh. team. If you were team Jacob, you would just anti-colonialist. I don't know. I was gonna oh, yeah. say
1: if you're not That's team. True.
0: I was gonna the say if you're not team, team Jacob, you can be considered a racist.
1: And I mean, also you can see Taylor Lautner in the movies, so then it, it more comes down to just like. Genuine attractiveness, whereas in the book it's just sort of like his personality, which isn't great. like I'm stuck yeah, between no. a
0: stalker that asks me when he can stalk me and a stalker that just assumes he can stalk me, which again kind of goes to like yeah. a white dude who thinks he's entitled to date you and a person of color that thinks hey, he's entitled to stalk me like, with confidence. Oh, a <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. So, yeah, no, Jacob was like the epitome of friend zone in that because that was like yeah. an era of friend zoning a lot, especially in like pop, like comedies and stuff. That he was like, I deserve to fuck you because I'm a wolf man. Yeah, and no, there's a lot of crossover between Twilight and Knocked Up, you're right. Yes, there is. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, and then I saw all the movies, in th- I saw the first three movies in theaters with my with my bros like at midnight. Like we were stoked for it. Uh, had a group huge of all dudes? Uh, all dudes, I think like one woman. Nice. Um, and then I did not see, I still haven't seen either Breaking Dawn movie. Really? Yeah, I just, I read the book and I was like, yeah, and then the movies came out and I just <clears throat> still never saw it. did you want to pay money for that two-hander? No, I, yeah, I, I, I honestly don't mind the whole splitting up a final book trope if you actually make it worth it. Like, I think The Hobbit is a garbage fire that made one book into three. That's excessive. But if you want to make a final, like the, the Harry Potters. Mm-hmm. Making the Hallows the two movies. When there's a lot of
1: plot. Yes,
2: I think that's fine. Um, yeah. I don't
1: necessarily know that there's a lot of plot, but I do see why they broke up the final two movies in this series. Just yes. from like...
2: Because you can say it's because they just wanted to make money. And I'm like, why the fuck did she write these in the first place? No, that's, that's what she wants. That's what the Hunger Games
0: wanted. Yes, true. Because yeah. that's... Yeah, I couldn't get behind that with the Mockingjay movies because the first movie is literally just a trailer for the next movie. It's just... It totally. makes no sense to yeah. me. Okay, so you... you've yeah. Yes. So all books some movies. Lauren, I what read was them all. your experience with the books? When did you first encounter them? What them was your um,
1: I'm trying to think when, uh, when did they start coming out? Uh, so they you graduated in 2009. I graduated in 2011. So I was in middle and high school at the at the heyday. And I I came to the books when I think when only the first one was out. Uh, and I uh, my mom got it on audiobook because uh, she had been hearing about it much like your mom, Eric. Mm-hmm. And um my I would I used to have this like 30 to 40 minute drive in the morning when my mom would drive me to school. Same. And so what we would do is we would listen to the audiobook on the way to school. So it was like a huge bonding thing for my mom and I. As I think with with many uh girls my age, it was actually like for them and their moms mm-hmm. and um I, like, fell in love with it. Loved the fucking first one. Um, and then I read I read all of them. I, I, like, went to... I legit went to a book signing for one of the later books. I wore my Team Edward t-shirt.
0: You met Stephanie Meyer?
1: Yes, I did. I have, wow. a, I have a signed copy of Twilight.
0: Was she cool?
1: Uh, she was very nice. She was a nice lady. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I don't was know she hawking hawk like, the <coughs> host, or I, was she
0: still hawking Twilight?
1: No, but I did read the host immediately when yeah. it came out. Um, I Ooh. got it, like, day <clears> of. <throat> um, and then I... <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I have a lot of embarrassing Twilight stories now. Um,
2: Did you have any of the jewelry? Cause I had, I had the Edward cuff from Hot Topic.
1: I had a necklace, I believe. Yes.
2: What the fuck the is Edward. the Edward cuff? In the movie, the Hot Topic was was brilliant about yeah. this. So each of the Cullens has like a piece of jewelry. I want to take is, apart like, that sentence you just said <laughs> later on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Each have like a distinct mm-hmm. piece of jewelry with the with the crest on it. So yeah. Edward had like the leather cuff. That, so every guy's like, I want that? So I got that. Yeah. Was every guy like that? Or I was was guy like I'm, I'm cuffless. Ah, <laughs> right uh, every guy. I'm pretty sure I took a survey in 2008 and they're all like It, was, oh, it yeah. was like you and Gerard Way
0: and Bam Margera that were just like we got the yeah. Cullen Cup. Yeah the holy trinity of <laughs> coolness Edward Cullen Bam Margera and Gerard Way. If you were on MTV2 between the hours of 10pm and 12am you had the Edward Cullen cuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Um No I was a huge Jasper fan for some reason I have no clue.
0: That's a guy who always looks like he's about to take a shit. Yeah. Yes.
1: Um, I remember my uh AIM like you know you'd have like the away messages and you could like embed pictures in them. I remember when the first pictures of everyone in character for the movie got released mm-hmm. and I just like Cut out his face and put it on my like AAM away message. Not even a way message, I think it was like my like you know description where yeah. you had to like your bio basically. I had that. Um, I had Alice
2: on my Zoom background.
1: Nice! Yes, Eric! Yes, you
2: and Obama, yeah.
3: Um, I fucking love you,
1: Aaron, best friends. Um, and this then I, uh, so I bonded with my mom over the audiobook and then my, my mom would drive me to school in the morning and my dad would drive me home. And that was another 30 minute drive. And I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking is I, I listened to the audiobook with my mom, and then I took it to my dad, and I, I listened to the audiobook with him. Mm-hmm. That is not what I did. Instead, I, after I was done with it, uh, read the book to my dad in the car. That's like, awesome. Like she did the audio book, like made an audiobook myself, did all the voices and everything. Edward was British in my version. Ma- that oh. tracks for yeah, you. So so yeah. much
2: hotter if he's British.
1: Yeah, it is so much hotter if he's British, also, right? Like he's
2: naturally British. Legit. Robert Pattinson is British. So in they could my head, have done he was that. always
1: British. So I was like, I'm making him British because the person doing the audiobook was wrong. So Twilight is uh, connected so like
2: I, a really like strong memory for you.
1: Yeah, and then I got to like the fourth book, which I read in an airport somewhere, and I like got to the point where where. Jacob fell in love with a baby, and like remember, like in the in the airport, being like, why? <laughs> and just like he's losing got to my fuck shit.
0: something. Like <laughs> he's oh like my I've God. been putting in time for so, four books now. You know what? Dibs on the baby. Dibs on the baby in eighteen years. No one's Dibs called it, on yet. it yeah. yet. No one's called it yet.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I I don't remember when I fell off the train, but I think at a certain point between. Reading the books, like, right before the first movie came out, uh, came out that was when the, the vitriol towards the series kind of reached an, a peak level. And I reached a peak level of being bullied in school. And so I realized, oh, like, this is a thing that, may, that like, people hate about teenage girls, that they like Twilight. So I'm not going to like Twilight anymore because people hate me for it. Oh, wow. And so, like, I don't think that I was aware that that was what happened. But at, at a certain point, I made the switch between loving Twilight and, like, not seriously, but, like, loving it in terms of, like, a silly wish fulfillment thing Mm -hmm. and then being like, oh, people hate this. I guess I should hate this too because I don't want to be one of those two teenage girls everyone's making fun of for liking this anymore.
2: That (laughs) happened to me a lot with Twilight. It happened because I had my two bros that, again, I went to the movies with that really liked it. And then when we kind of lost touch, everyone in college at that point around me was making fun of it, so Mm -hmm. I kind of, like, hid that. And the same thing happened with Avatar when that came out, is I had, like, one friend that liked it with me obsessively, and then they left, and then I realized it wasn't worth the fights. Yeah. So I just decided to hate that, too.
1: Yeah, and, like, I didn't have the, the vocabulary back then or the self-awareness to understand all of that, and mm-hmm. now I do. But, yeah, it is kind of bad out of bullshit, because it is just, like, a. I, will, I think we all, like, three out of four of us kind of maybe agree that, like, this is fucking stupid, but also, like, well, it's for teenage girls, and, like, things can be stupid, and you can still like them.
2: Yeah. I have my opinion evolved last night, and I'm excited to get to that first. I'm excited to get to that,
1: too, because part of my opinion did evolve, did evolve, too, but also part of my belief cemented last night.
2: I want to ask you, Michael, mm-hmm. what
0: factored into your decision to not read the books? Uh, I read the first two pages and it was
3: so fucking melancholic and I, mm. I just I just couldn't do it As at all. As opposed that point to the movie that is
1: very okay. jaunty.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but the movie like the movie tries to be melancholic and it fails. And and it's perfect that it fails. Like it's like, oh my god, you're trying so hard to be so deep and sad and real and in love, but you're not. But I can really enjoy this caricature of love. Uh, for the books it was like, damn, like it's raining. We in Washington. Oh my god, I am 10 years old And I'm gonna slit my wrist
1: <laughs> So how did you come to the movies? Like, what was your first experience with them?
3: I said fuck it to all of that shit For a lot, very long time And then I dated this girl I was dating this one girl And she was like, you haven't seen Twilight? I was like, no, she was like, you have to watch Twilight mm-hmm. You cannot date me unless you watch Twilight right. And I was like, well, young lady I, I, really I love when you get company. the summer reading before classes start <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So she showed me Twilight and I was like, oh, okay, wow, well, they in love, love. Not really in love, love, but like they in love, love. Wow, He's willing. he's willing to drive across the country in one day. He's. Imagine how fast you have to drive to 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 drive from Washington to Phoenix. He'll break physics one for her. Day one <laughs> night. He breaks physics for her. I
1: really hated to break that to you last night. That in the book they just flew on a plane.
3: That really made me
0: sad. That made me sad because that makes so much sense. Was she was she still unconscious the whole flight? Like how do how did they get her through security? <laughs> ma'am, 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 because of your past. So Eric
1: is doing physical comedy on a podcast right now.
0: (laughs) It's it's great. It's
1: It's great. Oh, nice jiggle
0: dance. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Okay, yeah. I saw this movie. I've never read these books. I've never had a desire to read these books. Um, I, because of the same, like what you were talking about, Lauren. I very much fell into that category of like. I'm a dude, and dudes don't read Twilight. And I was already doing, like, theater, and I was already insecure enough, and people already called me enough names in high school that I was like, if I had read this book, it would have just been, like, another notch yeah. in the belt for people to hit me with. What so books was, like, did we have? A, did guys, guys have Guys books? had so many
2: books. We yeah, had I know, Harry I but, but I was like... Percy like, Jackson, dog. Yeah, Percy no, that was Jackson. After. That was a ways... Of, I was out of school, but Percy Jackson got We hit. had... I mean, Harry Potter
0: was, like, the big one that was kind of, like, cross everyone. Yeah, like, Everyone could read it. I like, I'm, like, like, the
2: dude analog to Twilight. At the time, you know what I mean? Like I was getting into at the time Twilight Books were
0: out, which was like late middle school, early high school for me, I was getting into a lot of like I was reading like CP Taylor stuff, like Youth and Revolt, and mm-hmm. reading a lot of like kind of more uh, coming of age comedy kind of stuff. Sure, this and is like so Alex
1: Rider or something like that. There were I, a lot of Alex like spy, there were like a lot of spy. <laughs> I but am but Alex like Cross. Spy books yeah. And
0: stuff. Yeah, sure. yeah, I was um, reading. I read Cirque de Freak. I did yeah, those Cirque books. I did the Freak series of Unfortunate big. Events books all the way through. Artemis yeah. Fowl. Artemis
2: yeah. Fowl. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I got, when so. I asked that question, I it, yes, we have the entire history of literature for men. Yeah, I, yeah, I also feel in Time was a big book for me. That's true.
1: It was also a time where I think that. It, it, the analog is not necessarily books. I think the analog is movies. I think a bunch mm. of teen a bunch of girls were not seeing themselves in in younger movies that they wanted to. Yeah, see. yeah, we were
2: having a lot of like teen so, guy comedies and like action yeah, stuff. yeah, also
1: the coming of age between women and men is different. Like yeah. a lot of the the male stuff is like mo- like it, it, and the way that you approach media is different. I think that, um, like, boys got to see, like, movies, and they got to see, like, the, you know, the fucking Agent Cody Banks and shit, and that was the stuff they got, but, like, the... twilight the so twi- happy they
0: answered our prayers and gave us that one. <laughs>
1: the specific, like, Twilight um, demographic that I fell perfectly into was, like, middle school, early high school girls who, like, were just kind of coming to their sexuality, where, like, they, wa- they like, were still just sort of realizing, like... They wanted like a wish fulfillment thing Mm -hmm. that was like he was cute and like a little sexy and a little dangerous, but like ultimately was a nice guy. And also, I think that as much as we make fun of the fact that they don't have sex until later on, I think that's a big part of what made it successful. Yeah, because it was because it was not threatening to those girls who were like like me, not really didn't really understand what I wanted like from my sexuality Mm -hmm. was very much in the very early stages of even coming into that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So it was very non threatening in that way. Weirdly, despite. the fact that he was talking about eating her all the time. But I was just sort of like, oh, cool. But, like, I don't have to worry about the awkwardness of, like, are they going to have sex? Yeah, And I'm sure yeah. that helped
2: with, like, you said you shared it with your mom and stuff. But you don't have the awkward moment of, like, watching a sex scene with your parents. It's yeah, like, I no, don't. we don't have to worry about that happening because yeah. that doesn't exist for f- four books. There
1: was one scene in the book that I was like, I'm not going to read this out loud to you, Dad. Because it was this. It was the scene in the book where they explicitly talk about, are we going to have sex? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not reading that to my dad. I'm 12. My dad um,
2: can't know. <laughs> my right. dad can't know. Yeah, my also, in these books. like, books in their way are also a more, like, private event. Yeah. Like, you can, like, read a book in the back of a room or, like, in your room by yourself and, like, have that experience solo. And, like, you wanted to share that with your mom and dad. And, but that was your choice to then go out and do that as opposed to a movie where you're kind of like, oh, this is happening. Yeah. Okay. Oh, fuck. Everyone's here. I think it's always
1: easier to, like, have shameful things if they're in books than, like, yeah. it's easier to hide that. Like, That's why I love movie. my
2: Victorian porn collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so do
0: the Collins. And with that, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's dive in. Nice segue. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. Okay. Like the Collins
0: jerk off at the Louvre. Like, it's. <laughs> But um, to the beauty of the art, it's not even sexual. It's to yeah, like so, like,
1: can't even jerk off. They're the
0: ones who will us. argue with you and so be like, no torture And they can't come? Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah. No, because they don't. Okay, okay. It's a whole thing.
2: No, they kind of jerk Meyer, off during a thunderstorm. Yeah, no,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie Meyer did a whole blog post about how how they can physically even fuck. Um, Because obviously they do. Um,
0: I'm sorry, you and J.K., like, if you got to (laughs) keep going in and Google doxing your own books, like, just do something new, guys. More and more and
2: more. So they
1: don't have blood in their system. So, like, they have no blood flow. So she established that the vampire venom is what is running through their veins. And their cock. So yeah, and through their cock. So
0: is that what makes their dick hard, vampire yes.
1: venom? Yes. Vampire okay. venom makes their. But
0: it only gets hard from human blood. Yeah, but blood and no. semen are two different no. things. So, so do they still have semen, right?
1: Uh, well, and they make a baby. Semen can't live
0: though, so it'll be vampire semen, like undead
2: zombie semen. Yes,
1: because they have a half vampire, a half human baby. Okay.
2: And it almost kills her because it's venom, yes. essentially, and it's trying to. Yes. We're we're talking about the Vampire Venom, not Tom Hardy Venom.
1: Yes, no. Right.
2: (laughs) Right. He has no place here. Okay, (laughs) let's
1: start this movie because Ian is determined that we're not going to go over time on this movie. I've been waiting on this. Let's do it. Twilight
0: came out in 2008. Crazy, right? This movie is over two hours long. Shoot me in the fucking face. Two hours That's in two That's
1: including minutes. credits, guys.
0: Yeah, it's long credits. Um, <laughs> yeah, but then they, they save the best fart, the best fart, the best part <laughs> for the credits because they take us out on 15 Step by Radiohead, and then all I'm thinking is, I want to sit here and listen to Radiohead. <laughs> um, this movie was, uh, this part's crazy to me. Written by Melissa Rosenberg. So we do have a Mm -hmm. female writer. She wrote all five of the movies. She stuck with it. She's probably the only consistent non-cast member of the production team of this movie. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, Because even the producers changed a lot over the course of the run of it. Melissa Rosenberg uh, had written a few... A few other TV shows kind of before this and stuff like that. And then Twilight was really what kicked it off. She's one of credited as one of the co-creators and head writers of Dexter. And she oh, is shit. the creator of Jessica Jones. So cool. she's doing fine first. <clears throat> really, really right. doing well. Um, and this movie, crazily enough, and I remember when I saw this in theaters, this was the selling point for me, was that it was directed by Catherine Hardwick, mm-hmm. who directed thirteen. And Lords of Dogtown, which was one of the most pivotal and important movies to my young life in 2005, a movie I saw in theaters, I think, like four times. Um, And she directed that crazy nativity story that came out a couple years after that with the girl from Whale Rider in it, if you guys remember that. Uh, Catherine Hardwick, unfortunately, has uh, not directed a ton of great stuff recently, Which is crazy because she kickstarted a $3.5 billion franchise with this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you need any more evidence about gender inequality in Hollywood, check out Twilight. No, and she's Um, been
1: very outspoken about the fact that the only reason that she got this job is because they thought it would not be successful.
0: Yeah, and the only reason that she did not go on to direct the next movie, uh, and it's why all of these movies have had a different director except for parts four and five, were because of such a quick turnaround. They wanted them to come out every year. Yeah, that they had to start production on the next movie while the other movie was in post production. So physically, yeah. she could you could not be in two places yeah. at once. They didn't Lord of the Rings, did essentially. No, which they did mm-hmm. do with four and five. They filmed it all oh, really? together, which is why Bill Condon did both of those movies together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so while she was doing this, and she was like, "I want to direct the next one," even though you guys have neutered my vision for what this movie was going to be, mm-hmm. and
1: prevented her from casting who she wanted to cast. Yeah, and, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, it was a um, whole thing that they they brought in Chris Weitz to direct the next one, and all of the other subsequent movies were directed by men.
1: Yep, mm-hmm. because they were successful at that point. Yeah,
0: but this is the highest-grossing, uh, I think, until Wonder Woman came out. This was the largest opening for a movie that was written and directed by women uh, and the highest-grossing opening weekend for any movie starring uh, with a lead uh, female character. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get to the box office game in a bit. Uh, she has since directed her most recent movie, which she directed this movie called Miss Bala with Gina Rodriguez that came out earlier oh, this yeah. year. That Did not didn't, hear good things about yeah, it. Yeah, didn't hear great things about it. Um, <clears throat> so this movie was the birth of the Kristen Stewart, Robert Pattinson era of filmmaking. Eric takes off his, his hoodie to get ready to talk about this. Um, Kristen Stewart had been in some other stuff before this. She was in Panic Room. Guys, remember this. She was in Into the uh, Into the Wild. She's been in a bunch of shit. She
1: was in Speak, which she was really good in.
0: She was in Speak, yes. Uh, I read and Robert, that book,
1: and then I watched that adaptation, and I thought she was great.
0: Robert Patz was in uh, fucking Harry Potter. Cedric Digger. Yeah, they were in really good. They Good positions. Mm-hmm. And then they were in this movie
2: together. Neither
1: of them were Stephanie Meyer's, like, number one choice, though. Because I also, like, watched her blog obsessively to find out casting announcements. Because I would just, like, refresh her, her website. Because you could
2: do that back in the day because that. they didn't and care.
1: Yeah, and that was back when authors did, like, like their, their dream casts of movies. Mm-hmm. And so I was fully aware of who she wanted as the different characters. Who did she want? Who did she want? I'm trying to remember who she wanted for Bella, but I know that for Edward, she wanted Henry Cavill. Henry
0: Cavill was the one she wanted for Ooh. Edward. But by the time they started filming, he
2: was too yeah. old.
1: And she wanted, yeah. um, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, from uh, Rachel Lee Cook as Alice.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Those are the ones oh, that she, I really Oh, she could have been an alum. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that I really remember. Um, but I'm trying to remember who she wanted for Bella. I think it was some unknown actress. Um, yeah,
0: I, I had the whole list here. Hold on, I need to find it. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, these I are actually, some people who tested for Bella. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Sarah Paxton, and Michelle
2: Trachtenberg all tested for Bella. Mm. Um, I could see Trachtenberg. I could see Trachtenberg. I could see Jennifer Lawrence. Also, Lawrence has probably like got the Hunger Games audition. She's like not fucking this up twice. <laughs> yeah, really? I'm getting a franchise. Uh, Lily it. Collins
0: <laughs> was considered for Bella, mm-hmm. and then she
1: went on to do Mortal Instruments, where she did yep. basically another t- fanfic type thing. So
0: yeah, he was. Henry Cavill was offered the part of Carlisle Cullen. Oh. oh, but he turned it down. How old is Henry Cavill? He was 25 when they were filming this. So we're gonna say he was too old, but Robert Pattinson was not. Right? Yeah, exactly. Everyone in this movie looked think, like they were 30. Yeah, but okay. Henry Cavill reads a little and So here's the cast list. Oh, that, I
1: know. Who she, I just found out who she wanted for. Yeah, for Bella. here's
0: the, the cast list that Stephanie Meyer wanted. Who would she want for Bella?
1: She wanted Emily Browning from a Series of Unfortunate. Oh
2: yeah.
0: oh yeah, I love her. Emily Browning, Henry Cavill, Charlie Hunnam as Carlisle. Mary Louise Parker as Esme, Rachel Lee Cook as Alice, Trent Ford as Jasper, Tom Welling of Smallville fame as Emmett Culling, wow. and uh, Olivia Wilde as Rosalie. That was her whole cast. That's
1: actually not even I, the, I, the, the, original, the full original cast. Those are other people she's mentioned, because she actually wanted... Uh, did you mention Stephen Strait?
2: Stephen Strait. Uh, did not, uh, but From I, Sky High. Oh, yeah.
1: The one with wow. the fire. And then, did you say Charlie Hunnam already? Yeah,
0: I said Charlie yeah, Hunnam. I world. think... John
1: C. Riley?
2: As who? She
1: wanted John C. Riley as the dad.
2: Carlisle? Well, no, as Charlie. So funny. As, oh, Charlie. as Charlie. No, it's not funny. I, I, I would, hot take, out of all those, I think maybe Rachel Lee Cook aside, mm-hmm. the casting in the movie's better.
1: Yeah, and she wanted Killian Murphy as James.
2: Okay. That's good. That's
1: Which
0: good. one's
2: James? The, 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 the bun man guy. Man bun. man bun. Evil bun. Ah, fucking, he doesn't but know. But the dad, but Charlie the dad <laughs> is possibly the most perfect casting in this movie that dude yeah, is he's great. Good. He's that so dude's good. great he is great
1: he's so good yeah
2: Billy Burke is his
0: name and he, hasn't, he doesn't have a ton of other huge credits to his name this is the biggest thing on his IMDB is the Twilight Zone he song. does have a bunch of
1: TV stuff a right? bunch of TV stuff
0: um, but yeah so. he's
1: great I loved him I thought he was really lovely and he like actually kind of be it formed the heart of this movie. Yeah, really?
0: yeah, he's the only part of this movie I care about. Yes, <laughs> like I just want
1: him to be happy. I'm like he's right every time that he's yeah. like, "Hey, there's something off with this dude." Listen like, to yeah. your dad.
0: Yeah, because you know when he's, what he's talking to a seventeen-year-old about like, "Hey, maybe you shouldn't run away with another seventeen-year-old." Yeah. You have you don't have insurance. You don't <laughs> have a job. Wait, but but you
2: know his dad, so like that's fine, right? His no! dad's a twenty-five-year-old immortal being.
1: Who looks like Lord Voldemort. <laughs> but like a hot,
2: caring Lord Voldemort. He's got a nose. Yes.
1: Yeah, but like with the with the face makeup, with all of the white they have on him, it like it leaves him no contour. No. So from the front, it straight up looks like he has no nose.
0: More like Bored Voldemort, am I right? All right. Uh, this movie starts with um, a deleted scene from planet Earth. Uh, where, uh, <laughs> Where a deer is being chased by a a predator. By (laughs) a cameraman. (laughs) 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 With a voiceover, uh, I literally started writing this down immediately. The voiceover says, I had never given much thought to how I would die. Is this the first line of the book?
2: This
1: is the entire opening scene, like the opening prologue of the book. I'm about to reveal something very embarrassing to you Do it, do
2: it, do it. So,
1: um, I (laughs) originally auditioned for my first play ever. Um, Twilight. Called The Pajama Game. Oh my god. At uh, Ruth Eckerd Hall is at a summer camp and you had to do a song and a monologue. (gasps) Yes. Yes. So I sang uh, Someone to Watch Over Me and then as a monologue, because I was a baby and I did not know... Um, I did not know any monologues. I memorized this opening prologue and I did it as my monologue. Oh, <laughs> oh
3: my shit. god! Wow. wow. <laughs> I mean,
1: you're the, like some of the first people I've ever revealed this to. Yeah, it oh. is, I, I still like I'm legit in tears of embarrassment. Question. This is what
0: Michael <laughs> reveals that he was the auditioner! Wow! <laughs> ah! uh,
1: how'd it go? Um, I I landed up solidly in the ensemble. <laughs> I didn't even like the later in the day they would do like because there were like fifty kids in this. They yeah. did like callbacks later that day where they just like we all sat in this big rehearsal room and damn, it's like, like Juilliard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be, like, for this role, like we can have this person, this person, this person, this person called up, and um, I never got called up for anything. So it didn't go well. Oh my but god. Who's laughing now? Because now I'm getting paid to be an actor, so <laughs> shut the
0: fuck up. Did you did you have the book in your hand or did you
1: memorize no, it? No, I memorized it, I'm a professional. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I
1: memorized it and at the end they were like, Huh, oh, what's that from? And I said, It's from Twilight. That's why you got
0: landed in the outside. And they were like, Well, she'll fit in, but <laughs> um, So So Bella Swan, played by Kristen Stewart. Um, in a perform in the most quivery performance you've yeah. ever seen on film, is uh, she is moving to Forks, Washington, from Phoenix, Arizona, because her mom essentially has said "fuck you," I want my life back, uh, and has started following around like a baseball player. Yeah. Am I wrong? Have no, I said I'll anything incorrect continue. At this point.
1: That's literally what happens, yes. On.
0: So she moves up to um, to a city that's sponsored by the color gray mm-hmm. uh, and lives There's with 3,000 people. And yeah. as
1: Michael pointed out last night, it's called Forks because she's at a fork in the road. <laughs>
3: imagery! This movie is chock-filled with imagery, Forks y'all! Forks is
1: a real place, right? Yeah, I Forks is a they real they place. Have, and they Forks, have like a ton of tourism now. Forks
0: was well, yeah. supposed to be the original name for the book series. And, uh, and uh, Steph. That's a
1: bad, a bad call. A yeah, bad it's a call.
0: terrible call. And then her. Good book, job, editor. Her publishers were like, uh, yo, Steph, you gotta change this shit.
1: Also,
3: her name. Like, her last name is Swan. Imagine that. She is white and pure.
0: No, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, she's this, super this white. She's pure white. Dove. Or deer. Or swan. We don't know what animal we want to. Just animal. innocent. <laughs> Uh, and so she moves in with her dad, in uh, who is the chief of police in Forks. He has one bathroom in his apartment, and she is disappointed by that. It's a house, It's, a house. it's not an apartment. It's, it's a, house. a house, two she stories. Got, she got stairs. And also There's he one buys her a car. There's one bathroom in two stories. <laughs>
2: Fuck you, Forks.
1: <laughs> he buys for a car though, so I think it's okay. And he puts
2: all new tires on that truck, and I'm yeah. like, that's not
1: cheap. He's a good dad. He's trying to best.
2: Yeah,
0: and he got the local natives from down the road to fix it up for free because Fair that's way. the kind of city that they live in. Oh, boy. It's, oh it's, boy. it's impossible to ignore these relationships in this movie. It's very, uh, when I watch the movie, I do ask, like, so what is the actual relationship
3: between the native population and the town?
1: That's a very good question, and she is not interested in it at all.
3: No, of course not.
1: Uh, but that's that's a very interesting question. Um, and The answer is they're werewolves. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> we don't want to deal with any of the intricacies so we're going to completely set aside everything else about their identity mm-hmm. and just focus on the werewolf. They thing. choose to
2: ostracize themselves because they're werewolves.
1: Exactly. It's a choice, right? Well,
2: one, one thing I do like about this movie as a white person looking out for my fellow white
0: people. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Um,
2: as you all tend to do. As, as we're really good at it. Oh, um, I've seen that movie called The News. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Jesus. Um, I, I do like that when um, Jacob's uncle comes over to watch the game or whatever with Charlie, it's like, he's just, he's a, he's a Native American actor and he's in a wheelchair and you just coming to watch a game and that's, but that's it. Like, it's not identified on like, oh, like we gotta figure out how to deal with the wheelchair thing. We got to identify the fact that we're different. Like, they're just friends, and that's it.
1: And they immediately like, start, like, fighting each other in the background. Yeah,
2: they start, like, fighting with Like He's like, I'm going to fuck with him because he's my friend. And like yeah. I, I kind of like that that's just yeah. kind of the base of yeah. it. It's, he's totally. not. No one's treated any differently because of any kind of ableism or anything like that. It's just kind of like, no, you're my bro. We're going to watch sports. Yeah,
1: although for someone who hasn't read the book, that is just, like, there's so many character introductions of people who you don't know if you're supposed to care about. In the first 20 minutes of this yeah. movie, you're yeah. just like, oh, another person, yeah. oh, another person, oh, yeah. oh, another person, are you important? Who are you? Oh, Th- God.
2: This is a moment where I can say, <clears throat> Catherine Hardwick, right? Hardwick. Um, she's a bad director. In this movie? In this movie? This she's is a, a, a really good director. Terribly in directed movies. movie. Because Yes, but because, like, Kristen Stewart, you mentioned her performance earlier, you can see her and Robert Pattinson throughout the movie, like, fight, taking the note, but they clearly don't want to because they know it's a bad direction. And, like, all these character introductions, they're shot weirdly. They're, like, the, your focus isn't taken to where you need to be. But Every I think
1: vampire like, enters on a moving walkway. This yeah. whole
2: movie looks like it
0: was shot from a drone that a three-year-old was controlling on, like, an RC controller. Yes. Everything is,
2: like, zooms in and twirls. It's like a bug is shooting the movie. Exactly, and I can't be throwing a Dutch angle here and there. People will think we're artsy. But I think that having re- like, the fact that we read the book and we know who was important before the movie happened is, like, really helps. I stand by the worst
0: choice in this whole movie is, um, Taylor Lautner's hair. Because... No. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Please. How? Please explain <laughs> this. <laughs> I just think it's, like, it's, it, for two reasons. One, it doesn't look good. He, he okay. looks, he looks silly. Two, you can tell how hot he is and that it's going to be a really simple, like she's all that. Oh, he's going to get a haircut and then, oh my god, Jacob, I never knew how what's hot you were. What's
3: wrong with that? Just because you can, you can Because you can he foreshadowing would... is nice sometimes, Ian. Yeah, no, but, yeah. They're,
0: but they're playing it off like, you guys are never going to guess what's going to happen no. in the next movie. Jacob's going to be hot as shit. And it's like, just no, he's hot as shit now. He just needs to get a haircut. He's also native. <laughs> like That is a sacred thing to a lot of native people. They have not told me hair. in
3: this movie. They haven't it's not their that.
1: responsibility to tell you, Ian. Just know
3: that his father is native. Oh, he's native. He also does later on in the movie we say, "Hey, I'm part of the Queeue Nation." So, I'm like,
2: that's, that's that's a part of the hair. That's a weird line that he gives.
0: <laughs> hey, I'm part of the Queeue Nation. <laughs> I'm Jacob. Bella, I just want to remind you, I'm part of the Queeue Nation. All right, bye. Uh, can I stalk you later? Uh, bye, uh, Taylor. I think we got it. Taylor, that's that's, uh, well
2: that's not
1: works. how you pronounce the nation, but okay. Taylor, <laughs>
0: Taylor, when you said you wanted to improv in a scene, we didn't know you were just going to spout exposition. No, I'm from <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking anything away from Taylor Lautner. I Like, he's fine we in the can. six lines he says in this movie. Also, like, but,
1: uh, there are other worse wigs in this movie. Oh, so. see, yeah. this is the
0: one that's a glaring, like, this... Th- that's my problem, oh, is no, like... no, no, no. It looks like a wig, it doesn't look... The I just whole don't think a family dog... Dude, Every the Rick Cullen family at least, in
1: this movie is trash. The
0: Cullen family looks like a group of people that are all they look like they were all members of the darkness that were like that were, you know what we can't go on tour this year cuz we all got booked in twilight. Like <laughs> and so they all jo- so okay, let's get to school. She gets to high school. She gets harassed on her first day by someone who ends up being her friend and then almost runs into her in a car later on. Um, oh my god. Yeah. She so she gets introduced to like four people at the beginning of this movie. I don't remember any of their names. One of them approaches and says he's the eyes and ears of the school. His name And is
1: immediately asked to do a feature in the newspaper on her.
0: This
2: is Charlie? No, nope, Charlie's her Alex? Alex? Charlie's No. Is Eric. 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 I believe is his, his name, name is Eric, yes. Yeah. Um, Eric and Mike, those are
1: the two Eric, because I, I remember Mike.
0: Yep. Mike. And then there's Becca. Mike is the Alan, Alan M of this movie. He's the paper yep. cup of non-fat vanilla yogurt male white character that's just kind of like, you can get the fuck out of here. You contribute nothing to this movie. Yeah. I don't understand why he even has lines to be aged.
1: So many of these characters could, could be combined into about two people. It, it, the fact that there are two sets of friends that where the guy wants to date Becca... Or, did, I, did I date Bella? Sorry. There's also a Becca, so it got confused. There, there's two sets of so couples many names. where the guy wants to date Bella, but then the girl is into him, and then he ends up dating that girl as a consolation prize, and we're supposed to be there. treat them as a happy couple, is ridiculous. You should just have one. Later on, uh, he even comes <coughs> back to
3: Bella, and he's like, Hey... You really shouldn't date that guy. Yeah. I don't like it that
0: you're dating Edward.
3: I, I gotta say, though, to eat eat should you should be
0: dating me. Even though I'm dating Anna Kendrick, who seems super cool. <laughs> I gotta say, that...
2: That did happen in my high school, though. Oh, that should happen like, all the time. I think like, it, it, it's a boring narrative, but like that—that no. that specific kind of social politics absolutely happens. No, but in why high did
1: it need to happen twice in the exact same way?
2: Because <laughs> how do you know that she's hot and fuckable if it doesn't happen multiple times, George? She can't escape it.
1: I guess four times isn't enough.
3: No, I guess.
2: you need it. Well, what oh. Twilight really teaches us is that if someone doesn't say
0: no, you can keep approaching them. Yeah. Yeah, you can just keep. Especially if her blood smells good. (laughs) And especially if she has done a great job of listening to you when you said no. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Also, this is the sequence where we establish that Bella's not like other girls. She's clumsy.
0: Mm. Oh, and she's... Which is a
1: hallmark of wish fulfillment uh, female, teen, coming-of-age novels. Yep. Uh, you gotta be not like other girls in some way, and usually the easiest way to do that is having them be clumsy.
0: Or the fact it's that she lazy. because it's all girls lazy. are ballerinas. Don't yeah. It? yeah, she well, gets she it, gets yeah. that shitty car at the beginning, and she's stoked about it. And your first impulse is, oh, she's gonna be mad because this isn't. Early girly um, girl car. Yeah, or like a sweet Cullen Volvo, but like it's- just Or Dodge. Or a Dodge. Dodge, I found out it's a Volvo. Damn uh, it. Hop in the Volvo! Get in the
2: Volvo. You made
1: so many Dodge jokes last night. You're an idiot,
2: Ian. I know, I wish I would have known cars better. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think the clumsy moment is definitely like the, the, the equivalent to like the male story of like, fuck you nerd and like start exactly. in the locker it's like oh man it's I'm not a popular it's female <laughs>
1: version of nerd yep yeah. she like doesn't brush her hair and doesn't wear makeup and is clumsy yeah, it hair still
2: color. looks great yep, She's wearing
1: it <clears throat> still looks fantastic and every dude wants to date her
0: according to the, produ- the uh, she has to read books the IMDB trivia of this movie so take all of that with a grain of salt um, she was wearing, uh, she had short hair, and she was wearing like uh, extensions and a hair piece you so that tell. they didn't have to constantly be fussing with her hair so they could have more time to film because they were apparently on a super tight filming schedule. Um and Take another the out of those scenes then. <laughs> una- right? But another another fun fact about all this was apparently when Robert Pattinson was cast in the movie, he had not read any of the Twilight books. Mm-hmm. He did not know about the Twilight books. He att- he got called in to do a test uh, a chemistry read with Kristen Stewart and the only reason he accepted to go was because he really enjoyed her work in Into the Wild. Mm. And that was a, um, and she was recommended, Kristen Stewart was recommended to Catherine Hardwick through Emile Hirsch, who she worked with on Into the Wild, but Catherine Hardwick directed Emile Hirsch in Lords of Dogtown. And she was apparently looking at him to play Edward Cullen, and he was like, I don't really want to do this, but you should check out Kristen Stewart, she's going to be great, she's a great actor. And so they brought her in, and then the two of
2: them met and became really good friends, and then dated dated for a bit, maybe? This is also a moment where we can say, because that story speaks to actors that are very intelligent about their careers, Yes. that we stan Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart so hard. Yeah,
1: no. None of this is their fault.
2: And they're wonderful. Mm -hmm. No, I I do enjoy both of them as actors a
0: lot, actually. I I really love Kristen Stewart. I'm a fan of Kristen Stewart. I'm
1: very excited Mm -hmm. by the trailer for Charlie's Angels. Part of the inspiration
0: for doing this episode. But yeah, and apparently, when uh, Robert Pattinson got the job, when he booked the role of Edward Cullen, he moved to Oregon for uh, six weeks before filming started, learned how to drive, got an (laughs) Oregon driver's license, uh, worked out every single day with a personal trainer. Which he hated. Which he hated. Mm -hmm. uh, And for the three weeks leading up to the movie, did not speak to anyone to feel the isolation of Edward Cullen. Oh, to be a young actor. Uh, And then since, since has had like one of my favorite relationships with any movie ever, whenever he's asked about this movie and he's like, yeah, no, these movies are garbage. Like this is, this is trash. This is horrible. But like, and I, I just kind of love his candor with that. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
1: I think with, with other actors, I might be a little bit like, oh, fuck you. Like teenage girls like this movie, but like him, I'm just like, no, you hate he hates movies where he has to like engage with fans and can't just like let the work
0: speak, for, speak itself. for
1: itself and like sit there. And so I totally buy that he hated this movie because there was so much engagement from fans. Yeah, and that he that he now yeah. has to.
2: And he was objectified for years. Yeah, years. like yeah. it wasn't
1: great for either of them. They both hated this. Yeah,
2: and like the like because like even when he got cast as Batman. Recently, like, all, every single article was just showing a shirtless picture of him when he was, like, 20-something. Yeah. Pale and embarrassed. And they're like, this is Batman. Like, yeah. That's still his life. And yeah. also,
1: they were the ones that bore a lot of the vitriol towards mm-hmm. Twilight from other people. Yep. And, like, yeah, it was it was tough. Yeah. So, how are we gonna get Let's to... Let's
0: get to the lunchroom scene where they're doing our Mean Girls cafeteria breakdown. Mm-hmm. Of these are the cool jocks. These are the cool <laughs> people. Whatever. And then... These are the Collins. Mm-hmm. Lauren, you want to take us through the introduction okay, of the Collins? Okay. So first
1: of all, I don't understand why they're cool. Cause it, in my all of my understanding of high school dynamics, the cool the kids that like sit by themselves and don't talk to anyone else and don't go to any like social gatherings aren't really the cool kids. They're the fucking weirdos. The only difference between the, these people is they're hot
2: and get rich
0: and they're and, super rich and super rich. From I mean, I get. I get that Bored Voldemort's a doctor, but like, yeah. what else, what else do they have? Well,
2: you're immortal, like, you're, you yeah. can kind of, you don't have to sleep. That
0: just means you've no. got more debt you're you know, accruing but money. Imagine his investment. Imagine his stock
2: portfolio. Yeah. Well, one of them is psychic, so I'm sure she helps out <laughs> with Well, yeah, you yeah, don't, Yeah, they're also never,
1: super fucking white. Like, invest in
2: Apple. Invest, no. in Apple. invest in Apple. You never, you never buy food. You have visions, and you also you, you don't <laughs> All sleep. All the money we save on food. <laughs> you don't
3: sleep. And actually, though. Yeah. You don't sleep. You don't buy mattresses, don't buy food. How much money are they actually spending on, on gas
0: bill when they don't <laughs> use the <bill>. stove. <laughs> I was able to finally pay off my student loans by selling my bed and not eating for three years. <laughs>
1: Plus, how many antiques do they have that they can now
2: sell? Also, Carlisle can work night shifts at the hospital all the time. He never sleeps, so he can be a doctor way longer than anyone else. They Again, can probably all... Uh, yeah. Whatever they
1: want. And they are white. So,
2: Imagine if this yeah. movie was made this year, that
0: would be the AMC series that accompanied it, just called Night Shift, about Carlisle working at the hospital.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so okay, first in, we get Emma, Emmett and Rosalie.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, they all fuck each other as well. They're all incestuous, right? Well, they're foster kids. They're
1: foster, they're foster kids, in quotation. They're right. not
2: incestuous, they
0: they None take of advantage
2: related. of the easy access.
0: This is the thing that has aged the best about this movie None with the recent rise in popularity and step sibling point. (laughs)
1: Yes. Uh, So now that we're actually related... uh, This this episode is sponsored
0: by Pornhub. We just want to let you know.
1: Um, (laughs) And so I think Emmett and Rosalie come in. They're a couple. Uh, And then uh, Jasper and Alice come in and they do a little dance in the middle of the um <laughs> the fuck
0: these people
1: man they start twirling because they're she, so in love I wonder if that was their girl. idea
3: or if the director was like can you do like a little
2: a little twirl no, oh it's because absolutely weird really in direction. the books
1: Alice is constantly described as like she looks like a ballerina she looks like a ballerina so they're like why yeah. don't you do a ballerina twirl yeah. that wasn't
0: even a ballerina twirl that was like a, a waltz also no.
1: in the books I think Jasper is supposed to be southern but they just abandoned I her. think yes. they
0: thought that they were in a production of Phantom of the Opera doing Mass when they entered the room. Yeah,
1: truly. And then finally, you get Edward fucking Collins!
2: <laughs> get the yeah. fuck up! And all the seats in every theater got so moist. You you not know know yet.
1: What? Not yet. You
2: know what?
0: He does look great in this movie.
1: He does! He looks, great. He looks very pretty.
0: Looks he great. The perfect looks great. He's a very pretty yeah. person. He's, he's pretty. It he is the
1: perfect blend. It's like, it's genuinely pretty good casting now that I look at it. Like, yeah. He's not too buff. And he's not too pretty, but he is definitely pretty. He looks
3: white and brunette.
1: Yeah, and also yeah, he's very white and very brunette. And, and he's days. not he's pale enough that you didn't have to put pale makeup on him. Yes,
0: like <laughs> <that's laughs> cool. stay inside for that's, months before. That's you how come. else Carlisle saved up money. We can save a lot of we don't need to buy any more white makeup. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Yep, and uh, so he walks in and uh yep that's pretty much he walks in and he sits down with all of them I just want to and ask, he
2: stares at Bella yeah he stares directly at
1: her for a long ass time um I just want to ask what do you, like we constantly see them just like sitting in the lunchroom by themselves what do you think they talk about? Like what is the chatter like among, at the the, Collins? among the Collins?
0: Hunting a good deer lately? Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: I think I think that all-like you lose things to talk. Do they go to the movies? Honestly,
0: the sixth time I went through my freshman year was my favorite time. Like what is this? <laughs> I, I
2: feel like high school for them is is so rote at this point because they make a point later of how many times they've gone through high school oh, and that's yeah. like part of the joke. That I think this is just the place they're in physically and what they're talking about has nothing to do with their surroundings. Like Absolutely. it's gotta be about either alright this year we're all gonna focus on philosophy this year we're all gonna like read the Canterbury Tales like I don't know like they, they all pick a thing to do that has nothing to do with school. and it's just like alright 12th time through
0: I'm finally gonna understand what the fuck a mitochondria is oh my god but
3: also like think about this they're, they're surviving like
0: this <clears throat> isn't really I don't think it's necessarily rote for them because they they
3: truly could die like if they were caught being vampires vampiring like the people could kill them the what's, what's the vampire overlord group the Voltairi Voltery. They, they could
2: kill them with like they, next movie Or third
1: movie. Second
2: movie. Second movie. That's when we get my machine. The stakes for them are very, very high because there are stakes.
3: They might not. Oh, you're funny they might not play, <laughs> they might not play the stakes that high or the director might not have like you know framed that but like they are actually
0: over here like trying not to die so like they kind of have to be isolationists yeah but they're also like putting themselves out there like dancing in the middle of the fucking cafeteria if you want to keep a low profile maybe don't dress like you're leaving a panic at the disco concert in 2006 and just kind of like Eat. enter a cafeteria wearing a fucking graphic tee from like Volcom or they don't something. understand fashion but they're not came from
2: out here <laughs> no, they <laughs> they're the eccentric, like, for I think when they come in there, because the, the way they're dressed, I look at them and I say, Oh, they're the rich kids that just moved here. Yeah. And they're above us, and I'm gonna leave them alone.
1: Yeah. I don't necessarily think they're cool, but I'm like, fuck those kids. If they yeah. hadn't
3: lived in America for a long time, I think it would have would have actually, like, been a better choice if it was like, oh, Edward and the Cullens are actually, like, foreign and they just moved over here. Yeah. It was like, oh, wow, like, these new, like, weird kids don't talk to us because they barely
0: speak English yeah. and they moved. And no if one knows like, who they are. They're like, we're just Swedish. That's yeah. why we're so pale. Or we're um, like, oh, no, don't talk to the Collins. They're Mormon. Nobody gets them. Like,
2: But yeah. honestly, you look at that table, you see Jasper's face, you're like, I'm not going over there. No, because you know, Jas- he- he, he looks like he is like constantly,
0: if I move the bomb in my stomach will go off and I will explode.
1: <laughs> he
0: always looks like he just ate chorizo for breakfast and no. any minute it's going to explode no. out of his butt. Yeah, I think-
1: can we get to the point where she walks in? Oh, yeah, no, we're 45 no. minutes
2: in. We're okay, in yeah. She walks
1: into the room uh, in, in biology class. class. She's supposed to sit next to Edward. <laughs> and the fan blows her scent towards him. And he immediately looks like he just realized he has explosive diarrhea and needs to get yeah. out of there.
0: <laughs> from
2: both, part, from and they both take sides. From his front like, oh and his back. Oh, God,
1: butt. my butthole. Oh, God, my butthole. Oh, God, no. Got to keep it in. Clutch the butthole. And then
2: he, he, they do multiple takes of this... Of oh, this this moment where he's like Ugh, looking at her and he switched to another take and he's like Ugh, looking at her like in a slightly different pose and then a third take happens and he goes
0: Ugh!
2: Like just <laughs> staring so hard. As at someone
1: we talked about earlier, it's like the the way that he's playing this character is like I want your external life at a one, but I want your internal life at a ten at all times. Like you're constantly like stuck in locked in syndrome where yep. like your body can express nothing, but I want your eyes to be at a. Full crisis level.
0: Yeah, well, and that's a problem I have with it, with just like this whole idea in movies like this writ large, which is this idea that it's like to be cool is to exert minimal energy and minimal interest. So it's like apathy is cool. Yeah. But it's like, but it doesn't make for dramatically compelling filmmaking because what, like we were saying, it's like, you know, the stakes of the Cullens. Is very high. Like they are, they could be killed at any moment. They are literally on a like jets and sharks relationship with the wolves, uh, and all of a sudden, like they could be found out at any second. But they're required by the laws of cool to. You know, never sweat, never exert any energy, never be worried about anything, that there's just like, it never registers to us that they are worried about anything. Mm -hmm. So the movie then comes off, like we were saying, we got like an hour and 40 minutes in this movie, it's like, two things have really happened in this movie. Mm -hmm. So it just, it's one of those things that just bothers me about high school movies and the dynamic of like, what we always associate with like, if I were to be like, Michael, play cool. There would just be, like, the immediate, like, okay, I'm relaxed, I'm what it's like, yeah, but, like, why is that, why does that have to be what cool looks like? I think that that's
3: okay if that's what cool looks like, but I think that there are times where you then have to lose your cool. Like, there are times where, like, situations have to be real, you can't handle everything as if it's nonchalant, because quite frankly, even people who are cool that do handle things like that, I mean, people aren't one-dimensional, people are three-dimensional, so, like, if I, if I am a cool, apathetic person, there is something in my life that is going to cause me to, to break that coldness and it's going to
0: cause me to come out of my body. Yeah, Which is like the gonna, second half of this movie. Yeah, you're going to meet yeah. like this like, you know, meek white girl and she's going to blow her scent towards you and you're going to jizz your pants in biology class. <laughs> cool. We've
2: all been there. I'm going to fuck you and i want to eat you and I got to go! <laughs> so this
1: is the part of the movie where we get into like, I guess, the like, courting part of the movie, but like they're both but, like and not both of them are fighting it. I guess yeah, they are both fighting it, I guess. Courting
3: stalking same thing. she doesn't need to, to fight
1: anything. Um, at the one, at one point they uh, when he finally comes back to school and stops avoiding her and they sit next to each other in biology. I just want to point out there there is a point where they talk about the weather. And first of all, this scene has so much air in it. take the pauses out. As fellow actors, I think we can all say, take the air out of this scene. This is let an 80 minute movie that lasts go. for two
0: hours. Take the air <laughs>
1: out, let it go. And then also, she has a monologue about how she hates the rain because it's, it's so coarse wet. and it gets everywhere. It's <laughs> the exact opposite of the sand monologue in Attack of the Clones, and I oh. loved it.
0: But yeah, I
1: know, and then it, uh, there's it's a session we get a, a lot of scenes of um, Edward coming up and being like you need to stay away from me yeah, coming
2: to up to her to say that she
1: actively approaches her to say why are you not staying away from me you need to stop doing this she's, she's like, like I'm
0: legally required thing? to be in class right now yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have no
2: rights I'm 17, 17. and <laughs> <Yeah>. they <It's like laughs> yeah. showing up at someone's door at 2 in the morning and they open and you say why are you obsessed with me yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a Trump move, man. It's he, a, said,
1: he says like we shouldn't be friends. It's like, bitch, here yet? Here you fucking are.
0: Yeah, literally just walks up out of nowhere. I didn't think we should be friends, and she's like, okay, and then he leaves. <laughs> yeah, and it's and then yeah. shows up in her bedroom at night. It's yeah. this is the shit that bothers me, and I want to ask uh, our expert on women, Lauren, about this. Um, <laughs> wow, but, I
1: really thought you were gonna pivot to
0: Eric. Um, <laughs> so, um, um, no, so, Lauren, why well, the, the idea? PhD, but fuck me. The idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man with a PhD in women's studies. I know more about them than you do. <laughs> this is, uh, I do have to ask, yeah, this idea ask of like it. stalking and mm-hmm. being in your bedroom mm-hmm. while you're asleep mm-hmm. and constantly like just like wearing mm-hmm. you down with like, will you like, you know, don't don't talk to me, don't be my friend, even though she's done nothing to to encourage the behavior. Is this, in your opinion, because everybody's different, but, but do you track how this is like, Hot or appealing, or is this something that you would want from from someone who you wanted to date? No,
1: it's not realistic in any way in terms of what I want. But I don't think that any woman would argue that that is what they actually want.
0: Then why is it here? I don't know because
1: it's a, like it's a it's um. I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. It's like why all girls want to, like, fuck the Phantom of the Opera at a certain point. Where it's just like, it's, yeah, this okay, it's insane. a thing. Wait, Bucket wait, thing.
0: bookmark this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, it's a, um, Ian's taking notes. Um, there's a thing, like, when you go through your adolescence where it's like you're, I'm trying to find the words for it. Where, like, you know, you're coming to the realization that, like, you are... <laughs> Powerless. Like not powerless, but like the the world takes power away mm-hmm. from you, mm-hmm. and that that is an inevitability, and that that sucks. So I think there is like an aspect of you that like unconsciously wants to take control of that by being into it, mm-hmm. like that there is like this sort of power fantasy of like, and also like this this idea of like a man coming to rescue you, you know, like, Mm -hmm. that, like, his intentions are good, even though it seems whatever, like, it's not good, and it's not healthy, but I think that there is something that all girls kind of contend with, and I don't, I don't know, and I also don't know if it's just, like, a weirdly specific, like, teenage fantasy, because I do know, like, the scene where he saves her from the fucking rapists, I guess, in, Mm -hmm. in the city, is, like, fucked up and not okay, but, like, also, like, Whatever, Like, a ton of girls have, like, loved that fanfic when they were kids, you know? Like, there's an element of, like, I want to be rescued by a sparkly vampire, you know? Like, there's a fantasy of just, like, yeah, this isn't realistic, and part of the reason it isn't realistic is because he's a sparkly vampire. And, like, if it was a regular dude, it would not be okay. I think if he was a human, it wouldn't be okay, but it's the idea of, like, oh, it's a fantasy, and, like, his sparkliness is weirdly... Part of what makes him work. Mm -hmm. I know that it's the dumbest part about him. He's angelic. But yeah, yeah, it's part. It's like the dumbest thing about him. But it is also one of the main attractions. They're like, oh, he's a bad guy, but I know he's good, and I I know. I can change him. Even though every not even that I can change him. It's like. Everyone else thinks he's bad, but I see him for who he is.
2: Yes, yeah. It's kind of, I, and I, I like the evolution of that into like, if we're, if we're going to go here, like into adult sexual fantasy of like, that's a huge thing. And like, like with power play. Again, this and, is
0: sponsored by Pornhub.com. Yes.
2: Um, but as far as like <laughs> when you're an adult, things that you'll do like sexually in a, in a fantasy environment is like. I don't want this in real life, but, exactly. like, the idea, of, like, taking power away from somebody, the whole, like, leather daddy kink, like, it's all, like, I don't want this in my day-to-day life. It's kind of weird, but in this moment when the rules are set and the and the safety of the people is known and accepted, like, in, in this book, mm-hmm. Bella knows she is safe no matter what because mm-hmm. that's, the, that's what we've been told. That's the rules of the universe. That's the, but- and
1: that's the rules of, of the universe in terms of our relationship with it as a reader. Yes. It is a safe space for us to have that fantasy.
2: Yeah, so you can exercise those, like... Crazy heights of like fear and power because you your mind psychologically knows that I am safe, so I can explore this, which all also like teeters on the edge of passion and desire. Yeah,
0: but I we don't, don't know that, that she's safe.
2: She's as okay. readers, we do because as she's a as protagonist.
1: We do, yeah. I think that... We thought
0: Ned Stark was safe.
1: That's not the the universe that we live in. That's not the agreement that we have with Stephanie Meyer when she puts us into this. I think that, like, no... I don't think any girl reading this, like, as much as girls say, like, oh, I want a guy that loves me like Edward Cullen. It's like, yeah, no, you want a guy that loves you. But not But not in the same way as Edward Cullen. Yes. Like, you don't actually want Edward Cullen. But you... This is a safe narrative... For you to explore, like what you might like in in your brain, what your brain might enjoy, the idea of being rescued. It's it's all just like manifestations of different ideas of attraction. Is
2: a a female gaze thing? I think think so. I mean, I think
1: I think kind of. I think it's not necessarily like an adult female gaze. I think Mm -hmm. it's very much a like transitional adolescent female gaze.
0: You're like so. It's like a, this makes sense that a seventeen year old be into this. But that it would also attract that in about 10 years, they would realize it makes sense what they actually a, want. I don't even, even think it makes
1: sense that a 17-year-old would be into that. I mean, it makes sense that a 14-year-old would be into this. And okay, they, they grow out of it when she hits like 17.
3: I think yeah. there are plenty of people who are in relationships like this. I don't, I don't think that this is necessarily like super... I don't think it's necessarily just a fantasy. I it's think dangerous, that yeah. I think that it because it is dangerous. But also, I think that I, I mean, we don't when you're at a certain age, you don't understand how to be in a relationship with somebody. You don't understand no. how to how to um, how to negotiate and balance that power dynamic within a relationship. And oftentimes it ends up becoming something that is more possessive. And sometimes that's terrible and terrible thing I mean we all know that's like that's abusive borderline abusive you know but off, a lot of times when we're young and we're really young we don't understand what love is we don't understand how to love another person mm-hmm. that can be the most beautiful thing in the world the like you are mine and I am going to protect you no matter what or the the mm-hmm. you are mine and you are going to protect me no matter what mm-hmm. and I think that it's it seems it seems kind of goofy and overblown and overdone. But when we're children, mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff is everything seems like the most epic moment in the world, and I think that this—that's what Twilight does. It yeah. takes something like adolescent love and it turns it into this overblown supernatural epic because oftentimes it feels like that
0: when we're young. and it makes it easier to digest. It makes it easier to digest when things are in stark contrast <laughs> yes. of like, uh, of like black and white or red and blue or like it's just like no, it's mm-hmm. like you are either. All of you is all mine all the time, mm-hmm.
2: or none of you is, and I hate you. So, this is yeah, where and I could say. The
1: second one comes in. Yeah.
2: Maybe. One of my embarrassing Twilight stories in high school. This has to do with the second one. So, what there's a see? point in the second book and the second movie where. Spoilers. Yeah, where <laughs> Edward brings up this phrase called the La tua cantante, which is like an Italian phrase that he calls Bella, that like, your blood is my blood. Like, something like very. Yeah. My very, moon and my stars. Essentially. it's, it's blood like my blood. It's their version of that. Yeah. And it's very much like their connection. And there was a girl in high school I was going after. We never dated. We were flirting. And I had on my phone lock screen her picture with Cantante on top of it, so yes. I'm like, she is my blood. That's what I was into. Amazing. Oh my because I was so into it, I was yes. like, that's what you are to me.
1: Yes. Okay, we need to zoom okay. through this.
0: Yeah, part. I mean, there's not much else that happens. Okay, so in this they get movie. Well, the big. We got three plot points. Happens. <laughs> three plot points. Three plot points. Okay. okay, we have
1: to talk about the scene where they get together, and we have to talk about the actual conflict of the movie. Sure, the but
0: I. But I do scene. want to talk about this one thing, just this one, because we've established now Edward has been stalking Bella for the better part of like two weeks. So months. Months?
2: No, in the
1: book months. it is
0: months. Well, yes. Jacob's the one who unfairly gets the stalking comment thrown at him. Yeah. When we see him for the second time in the movie <laughs> at like minute 45 when he just comes up and says like, Hi Bella, my dad paid me to come up and talk to you. Uh, no, ha no, ha. this Isn't is that? earlier in
1: the movie. Or it's this earlier.
0: Is. And she just goes, she just literally says to him, what are you, stalking me? It's the second time we've seen him. It's
1: when she meets him on the beach where he lives.
0: Yeah and yeah. it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to i I'm, I'm going to this beach, which Edward can't go to because it's Wolfman territory. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's ugh, it's fucking silly. Okay, so let's go to the scene where they actually get together. She, um, thanks to uh, Google, finds out that he is a vampire or a cold one. Mm-hmm. Um, We're also sponsored because Jacob
2: tells her the 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 old legend about his yes. people and these vampire people and like mm-hmm. very much. Plants the idea that the Cullens might be supernatural. Yes. And
3: the movie talk. plants that very heavily when they flash back to the old colonial vampire people and they are the Cullens. Yes. <laughs>
0: she famous. goes on Google, searches up this like thing called the Cold Ones, mm-hmm. finds out, finds a website with all of the different like myths from all these different mm-hmm. areas, and literally it's like Asia, Europe, Africa... Pacific Northwest America. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's that's pretty specific. It seems like it's important.
1: Also, it should be like, the fact that the cold ones, if you Google cold ones, it doesn't just pop up vampires. No, it it's pops stupid. up a couple
0: cold I That's because of beers. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It shouldn't
1: pop up cold ones, like the website coldones.com. <laughs> cold ones should be... Also, can show,
2: find that on Pornhub. This was 2006 <laughs> Google. It still kind of sucks.
1: Yeah, but like, cold ones should be a subsection of Vampires.com, yeah. you know? <laughs> if you Not type, vice versa. If you
0: type in cold ones and then hit feeling lucky, that's when this comes up on Google. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she figures it out. She, she figures it out. It out. And uh, um, and
1: then there's like a little flashback of Edward like as of as a like old school movies vampire where he looks like he's in a Panic at the Disco video
0: yeah uh, for dude, no
1: fucking reason he like he chimed in
0: thing. with a stop talking to me you fucking bitch <laughs> <laughs> she says all right I guess I'm kind of into that
1: um and so they have the climactic scene of... I would say the climactic... Like, this movie has, like, actual conflict, but this is the scene that, like, everyone remembers. Scenes. It's a famous yes. scene. It's the scene that has been parodied a million times. Yeah. You're like, impossibly fast. For some reason, she's facing away from him and he's right behind her. And they're having this whole conversation where, like, in the book, they, like, go out to the middle of nowhere and have this conversation, I feel like. Whereas this time, it's like, we just, like, sort of walked yeah, away We walked school.
0: away from school. We're in, the, uh-huh. we're in the backyard.
1: We're in, like, the just, like. The woods. The little woods. This town
0: is 36 feet long. We can't and, get away from um, anyone.
1: And so he's she's like, you're impossibly fast. You're blah, 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 blah. You're whatever. Um, she's the,
0: at this level of concern the whole time as well. Yeah. <laughs> you're,
1: you're this. And you're Yeah. That. And he goes,
0: <laughs> say it
1: see it. And okay. then the camera
0: is going the, the most drum crazy. It goes <laughs>
1: wild. Oh <laughs> this my is the God.
0: horniest scene in this horny movie.
1: Uh, disagree.
2: No, when they, the when bed When they make scene.
1: out, that's the horniest scene.
2: Not, that's That's a legitimately That was scene.
1: many sexual awakenings happened. But genuinely. yeah, he goes like, see it.
2: Say it out loud. Oh, say, it. say it. Oh my God, just fucking say it. I'm a goddess. Fucking. And then she's like, it. you're a vampire. And he's like,
0: no, I thought you were going to say Italian. Yes, <laughs> I'm Italian. Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, and no, I'm not a part. vampire. My favorite the part of The fuck that is scene. your problem, you dumb little girl? Actually, you know what? <laughs> fuck you. Don't, we're not going to be friends anymore. You know what? Stay the fuck away from me. Yeah. I'll see you tomorrow night, okay? Stay the fuck away from me. <laughs>
2: oh so after God. that explosion, uh, he he then has this moment of, like, basically admitting what he is, and then he goes, uh ugh. You need to see what we look like in the sunlight, and then grabs her monster. and sprints up a mountain to show. Now, I want to say here as a disclaimer: I don't think that like the sparkly skin, like as a world conceit, I don't think it's dumb. I think it's fine because I think it's is your mythology. Really well. Yes, it's your mythology, and she talks about like how your. It it shows this kind of beauty, this other this otherness, like that that that's fine. That's how you you create your own vampire mythology. In in the book, it
1: wasn't just like glitter. In the book, it was like his his like being is like diamonds. Like he's like sort of see through and sort and like so it's very like otherworldly, like almost alien. Yeah. Um. It's supposed to be like his skin is like looking at like the surface of diamonds. So it's like sort of translucent.
2: It's beautiful. So it's like
1: translucent but also shimmery. It's not just glitter. Did you just
0: say it's beautiful? Yeah. That's the skin of of a killer,
2: Eric, A <laughs> <laughs> oh, Monster. I'll you think, I'll. like, you can fight me off?
1: Yeah, like, oh boy.
2: I could fight you, Bella.
0: <laughs> God, I'm so fucking horny and mad, and I hurt <laughs> all the time. There's <laughs> so much venom in my dick. Horny, mad, and hungry. I can't tell if I've had too much or too little coffee today, but I know it's something.
3: (laughs) I (laughs) found so
0: much all the time. There's so much cum venom in my veins. Trapped as a 17-year-old would be legitimately horrible. Can you gain or lose weight as a vampire? No. No.
1: You
0: you don't eat
1: anything. If I was trapped
0: as a 17- as my 17-year-old self, (laughs) I would stake myself through the heart for 30 years. I'd be like, you know what? I tried, I actually, learned, I'm a that fat comes kid up with long no, hair. That comes gun. up
2: later. Ian
1: actually that comes up because turning into a vampire literally makes you hot. Wait. If you're really? an unattractive human, <laughs> you become a vampire and you become hot.
2: Scratch that point. Even huh? if you're, because there's a vampire we meet that's like, oh, that's like a kid, like 10 or 11, yeah, right?
1: you become a hot kid.
2: Eddie Cully s- so suck me through bowl of venom, man. So you're 10 forever, <laughs> you can never fuck. Yeah. Yeah, but you're hot
0: 10. Well, what
3: if you, I mean, because like some, some 10-year-olds hit puberty. Yeah. I hit puberty at 10. I'm seeing I'm seeing this line that we're approaching. 11 right. I don't, now. Know if I don't
2: know if we want to touch it. I don't think we, uh, we're getting we don't real know. close.
1: Uh, yeah. I just want to say also during her speech about like you're impossibly fast and strong, she mentions um you talk like you're from another time which he absolutely doesn't No and he doesn't never.
2: He just never had a vocal coach in the was yeah. British, He just listened to his British accent accidentally. Yeah. yeah.
1: If he was British, that would have in, that in the mind. book
2: his sentence structure is a he bit more should. like
1: be overridden oh, cool. oh yeah, because he's like
0: Bella, dost thou want to be my friend? <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah,
1: it's purely an iambic So she
2: figures out he's a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Valiant and I shall, shall <laughs> never be. <laughs> he runs her up the mountain she sees that he's like She rides him up the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she rides him up the mountain. Uh, <laughs> and Now, so cool, now they're a couple. They're like, because ex- vampires are not supposed to like, you're not supposed to date humans you're not supposed to interact because you know that every couple years you're going to have to move because people are going to realize you're not aging, so they're breaking the rules.
0: This is, and this is something that I did appreciate. This little montage we get in the woods here, because instead of like, I guess we're going to date now, I'm going to risk my whole life to be with you. Um, and instead of the immediate thing that I would think to do, because I'm a dumb, horny guy, would be like, great, their next scene, they're tumbling around making out. Cause the first thing you see is her kind of like falling back on the grass. And nope, they're just having a montage of just talking in different positions, which
2: is like, that's kind of cool. For that's kind of nice. Yeah, they, that's really like, cool. They're like getting to know each other. That's awesome. Yeah, like if we're going to do this, let's make sure that this is worth, like, because you can tell, it's, it's assumed that he's laying out all the risks, laying out all the history. He's like, this is what you're... Getting into well, and it's hard to keep
0: himself away from her because I mean, let's face it, guys. She's his own personal brand of heroin. He does so. Say that. My own personal brand of heroin. Now, that is see. the one
3: line that I have the
0: biggest issue
3: with, but it Sweetest. also is the greatest line <laughs> in this <laughs> movie. Now, question. Wait, tell me why. Tell me why. Okay, yeah. so no. I mean, that that we we have the whole thing about being possessive. Like he's possessive, possessive as fuck over her. But like, you're my own personal brand of heroin you're my that's so fucked up dog that's not okay that's unhealthy that's codependency.
1: yeah no that's not okay yeah but that's what they're selling the kids does walk a fine line and it does uh, and the book especially the book does and they step over that line i am in no way what i said earlier it promotes this book as like a paragon for what it tries Mm. to do no but i do see what it is trying to do i think it fucks that up multiple times and i think you see that Based on the way that we see how people have taken the work and interpreted it, and that's how we got Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Which is is truly an extrapolation of all of the more problematic aspects of this book.
2: Yeah, whereas the YA genre as a whole, I'm sure there are much less popular books that do this way better.
1: Exactly, but the YA books of this genre that this book is a part of, that is what they are trying to do. They are trying to find a safe space for teens to... Uh, explore that yep. and with, without acting possess it out themselves, right. and finding what works for them and what doesn't work for them before they're in a situation where they have to do it.
2: No, have we? Did we skip over the fact that her blood is special to him? Are we uh, talking about that? Her a lot? blood
1: like, is heroin.
2: Yeah, basically. The so he says that is like she's got he, a super. Blood. Yeah, he can read people's minds. That's his like vampire power. He can't read hers. Elf can't she's see special. visions of her and her blood. Like is a, a, a very because they don't drink human blood. All the Cullens. So, but it has such an overpowering aroma, then she's AB positive, got you. Yeah,
1: and if they start to drink blood they will go into a frenzy.
2: Yeah, so So that's why she's special initially. You know, like someone on heroin. (laughs) And this becomes
1: a very big deal at the beginning of the second one. Yes. Where, like, she gets a little cut and Jasper goes ape shit. Like, goes
2: to attack her to kill her.
1: Like, legit.
2: Because Jasper is the newest vegetarian.
1: Yeah, which you can see by his face, who our friend Martel, uh, Jasper (laughs) is his favorite now. His boy Jasper. Oh, because, like, his face. Your boy
0: Jasper. His face is
1: amazing. His hair is Terrible. I loved him so much when I was a kid.
2: He
0: looks like Forky from Toy Story 4 a little
2: <laughs> more. <laughs> he is uh, the ultimate the trash. I can fix. He's like I can fix this precious baby. Like if that if that was your thing in high school, you're like, bring this broken boy to me. Um so so yeah, I, I He was to also jump-
1: like a cowboy before he became a it's, vampire? It's, it's, a it's weird. weird.
0: His name was Jasper. Uh, so he gets uh, <laughs> Um, They they go over to the Collins house for a meal to meet
1: his family to meet his
0: family in a scene that I genuinely cannot tell if it was supposed to be played for comedy.
1: It or is not. supposed to be played. It for is.
0: Comedy. It is. Well, there are too many pauses and it's not funny. There's Rosalie's, Rosalie's has been the, the Rosalie
1: joke is the funniest part. Where
0: she breaks the salad bowl. Yeah, yes. right where like
1: they've gone through all this trouble to like cook a meal for a human. They're like
0: her name is Bella. She must be Italian. Duh.
1: And then, like, they made this meal, and then, like, Bella comes in, like, we made dinner for you, and Edward's like, well, she already ate, and Rosalie just, like, in a rage, just, like, smashes (laughs) it, because she's just been holding it in the whole time. I
0: had to deal with vegetables for nothing? I I legit
3: (laughs) love that moment. But that that joke was kind of, like, kind of, like, kicked in the ass by the fact that when they asked Bella if she was hungry in the first place, she was like, yeah, and then Edward was like, well, she is already
2: eaten. Yeah, because she's trying to be polite to You're like, you know, when you go to a, over to a, to a partner's house for the first time, you're like, whatever you want. Hey, did I get kicked in the face? Oh, I love it. I love being kicked in the face. Yeah. Well,
0: and it also <laughs> teaches the men who are watching this movie the important thing of like, hey, it's, it's good for you to control how much a woman eats. So, you know, just make oh sure you know, God. it's like, she's already eaten. She's fine. Oh she doesn't need God. to eat anymore. Um. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh,
1: Please! You know? um, this movie is
0: problematic enough without us adding more problems it. Yeah,
1: they also um, I'm just they're just tellin-
0: tellin- there, dude. Hey man, I'm telling you what I saw and what I heard. Fucking kids and eating disorders.
1: Okay, we are running out of time, so we need to talk about this makeout That's scene. That's
0: the gender swapped version of Twilight, right? Uh, uh, so don't spoil my recommendation. Um, okay, so yeah. But we let's, need to
1: talk about the makeout scene.
0: We get to the makeout scene, let's just go there. He doesn't have a bed because he doesn't sleep. That's what we find out, which we yeah. all discussed last night, would fucking suck. Because you know it's dope? Sleeping? Yeah, can't do it yes. for fun. But
2: yeah. they have a great time. They accept Bella into the family.
1: They accept Bella into the family. It goes pretty well. Um, and All songs considered, they, it's fine. She's on the phone with her mom, and then she hangs up, and Edward's there. At her place. And then they, uh, they he's like, I want to try something. Good. And then they make out. Um, yeah, Eric, do you want to talk about this? Well, and yeah. How, and Before, how, how this taught you. I want to talk about how Eric was taught... Uh, moves that he went on to use. In I was. Movie.
2: So, so th- please
1: tell me about what to, how you, what you learned from the technique of this The
2: scene. technique of this scene is great
0: because remember Edward remember most of our listener base is between the ages of 10 and 11, but they are immortal. So, mm. you know, they've
2: seen, they've been around the block a few hey, times. Hey, sexy babies. Um, so <laughs>
1: one of the things
2: that, that Edward does is he, because he doesn't want himself to go too crazy. So he does a lot with like leaning in almost and there's a lot of like the breathing before you even touch and he, yeah. it's just anticipation, build, 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 build. And then they like touch for a second kiss and then you pull back, but they kind of like stay an inch away from each other's mouths. It's
1: like their mouths are just sort of touching. Like
2: it's hot as fuck. It's like. It, and
1: you can, like the chemistry is really, you can tell that they wanna be making out. Yeah. But like, there's actually something like this hotter about. Um, not people making out, but people like who are almost about to make out, but are like trying to restrain themselves from yeah. doing it. It's like why watching people try not to cry is is sadder than watching people mm-hmm. cry. Mm-hmm. Like watching people not make out that really want to make out yeah. is hotter than watching people actually make out. It's like Do
2: that move of, of being like, oh, we're not gonna have sex. No, of course not. Of no, course really, not. we're not. Sure.
1: Yeah. Like it's it's that thing of like oh, God. God.
2: Damn it! And you just feel it built, so this was and hot And they it.
1: finally make out and you're like, oh shit! This is a moist-
2: this is the- this is the one that made the theater chairs moist. This is the moist, moist scene,
1: yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah, yeah, that-
0: that- that scene was crazy. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> Michael, did your girlfriend at the time really appreciate that scene when you watched it together?
3: I was, you know, hey, yeah. I, Were you um, still by, watching the movie by at that, this point? By that- by, by the time I actually watched that movie, I was doing a lot of wild shit. So this movie was peanuts for me, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> This movie, (laughs) what basic shit is this? Oh, they're breathing next to each other? That's fun. Call me in ten years when they're fucking. Yeah. I'm an
0: a ten-year-old, fuck
1: you. <laughs> I would love to know what you think about the sex scenes later in this. In this
3: um, season. yeah. We'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, they are breaking the headboard. Oh my god. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, Fantastic. You. Vampire sex is apex sex. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you've had yeah, all of eternity apex to figure it out. Predator. I've been
1: oh. edged for 200 years! <laughs> <laughs> You can't sleep! <laughs> I've been <laughs> holding
0: in
2: this venom since biology! <laughs> Dude, when he comes, the venom's gonna go out her back. <laughs> oh god. Oh god! It's like the Superman ah, yes. Um,
0: okay, so. Uh, <laughs> let's get to the most important- Oh yeah, uh, while this is happening, this evil group of vampires has been killing people. Great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> plot line B.
1: It's very much an afterthought this entire It is. Movie.
0: Yeah, it's literally like the movie like, oh, fuck, we need to have a plot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's about them getting together, who cares? We need to have a conflict. Uh, and uh, so the next big thing that happens is the most baffling sports scene in any movie I've ever seen, which is they invite Bella over... To play a game of baseball, which if I was the father hearing this, I would be like, my daughter's about to go fuck this pale boy. Because, like, no, we're just going to play baseball with my family. Was, during a thunderstorm. During a thunderstorm. I was like, I mean, if you guys just want to go watch The Notebook and screw, like, you can just tell do it in the house. Cool like, whatever. <laughs> just be safe. Yeah, yeah
1: he's a cool dad, he would be fine. So they him. go,
0: they go and so like, legit. Whatever,
1: just like, does he treat Right. Okay, it's like, don't do anything you don't want to do. Great, I love you, bye. So they can only
0: play baseball in thunderstorms because the way they hit the ball is so loud that it sounds like thunder. I love that. I love it. This is the most ridiculous <laughs> thing where it's like, baseball or a thunderstorm these loud noises what is the only thing that we do that's so loud It would disturb humans to their core to hear us do it, it oh baseball baseball it's fucking I'm sorry, baseball? but at that
3: point at that point if they're hitting the ball that hard it would break it would shatter it's not yeah. made of super
0: alloy it's cement and leather well these baseballs are uh, they've been turned into a mortal baseball inside them these are all 10 year old baseballs <laughs> I see, if you get turned into a vampire before you're ten, you just turn into a baseball, and,
2: <laughs> and you get
0: beaten for the rest of your life. Well, yeah, because you got you turned into a vampire before you should have better known better.
3: Admittedly, <laughs> though, that baseball scene, like, I think that's pretty awesome. They're they're basically Muse is playing. They're like, super like, yeah. playing baseball
2: because like you get the point where so much of these movies is about angst and about like holding in everything. It's kind of just one scene of just joy. Like you're gonna see Edward just. Yeah. Fuck around, be a brother, be like, I'm gonna run through these trees, I'm gonna jump off the trees to grab the balls, we're gonna like fly through the air like. It's Bella's fun. not allowed to play. Hey, I want no, you No, to- she'd suck! Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. She's hey, an Empire! She is playing. Kind of that scene where Alice throws the ball three hundred miles an hour, and Bella tries to hit it and just goes straight one. <laughs> she just strikes.
0: Fine, but it's like, hey, like that'd be like, Lauren, do you want to come out fishing with me and my family? Yeah. You gotta stay on the dock. I'm gonna go out fishing, but I'll see you in five but hours. But also, break. you're all
2: diving into the thing. Then, like, fish people go like Ehh! and getting fish. And we're <laughs> well, yeah, we're well, all. It wouldn't be, be like, like
0: staying at the, the <laughs> dock. It'd be more of like, hey, you can like hook the bait. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to drive the boat for us? <laughs> 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 I know you've seemed to express zero. Zero interest in boats or driving. So, yeah, you want to come do that?
1: I would like to say, I think the scene is is good. <laughs> it shows you one of the actually cool things about being a vampire. Because this movie is so much about, like, it would be terrible to be a vampire. You never want to be one of us, Bella. And
0: Upside, this, you get to play baseball.
1: And then this scene, I'm just super like, all powers. right, well, at least you have superpowers. Like, yeah, that seems pretty yeah. fun.
0: Uh, I hated this. This, was, <laughs> this. this was legit some of the most asinine shit I've ever seen. It's so
1: yeah. silly. And
0: then it sets up uh the oh, yeah. bad vampires come in. And and bad bad vampires, vampires come, come in.
1: in on the moving walkway. It well, always looks like a moving yeah, walkway. Yeah, you know
0: they're bad because their nips are out. It's uh, <laughs> and leader, they're wrong. And their leader is a black guy. And their leader's a black guy, so you course. know they're bad. A a no good. Oh,
1: fun fact, you know who she originally wanted for that role?
0: um I'll no. I'll you. You'll
1: never guess it. Not a black guy. It not it was a white person shocker for Stephanie Meyer. Um
2: Guess. Ashton Kusher
1: No, it was someone uh, Okay, should I just tell you You're never gonna guess yes. it uh, John Stamos
0: Get the fuck out
1: of here <laughs> <laughs> She wanted John Stamos to As Laurent That's Laurent
0: I totally understand As somebody who writes shit a lot That you like Get your dream cast in your head But in what world Is John Stamos Emily Browning And Henry Cavill In the same movie That's a good point I don't know. All right. Anyway, uh, so now wild. now oh. they know that Edward's dating a human, so they're like, okay,
2: we gotta suck this human's blood. <laughs> yeah, these are the vampires ex- that were killing people in the A-plot. Can't yeah. get is, uh, is A plot. Oh,
1: Candide and Now there is 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 uh, the blonde one oh, yeah. with a man bun.
2: What's
3: his
1: name? Uh, the, the James g- the, the, His name is James, but in real life Isn't his name like cam Gigandit?
0: Oh, I just wanted to hear you say the name again I don't know how to
1: pronounce it cam gi cam
0: Gigandit. His name is James His name is Ganji Bandit His name is James
1: and
0: The Ganja Bandit The <laughs> Ganja um, Bandit Oh no, I suck your blood and steal your weed Oh shit, it's no good man bun Ganja Bandit again The only way to kill him is to light him a blaze But don't stand too close Because then you won't be able to concentrate for the rest of the movie (laughs) But the good news is, when he runs the way, he runs pretty slow. (laughs) (laughs) The only... That would... See? That's a better movie. The only thing to like, Hey, Bella, we want you to play baseball with us. The only way for us to mellow our powers down to be playing as humans is we gotta get stoned out of our minds. (laughs) Now, we can't have regular conversations, and we run the risk of telling everyone in every coffee shop in Seattle that we're vampires,
2: but at the same time, we get to play baseball together. Wait, Ian, Ian, you cannot have a vampire around a human while they have the fucking munchies.
0: <laughs>
2: That's why the villain of the movie is the Ganja Bandit.
0: <laughs> He's so high all the time, he just wants to eat humans. <laughs> Wait, we're going to Imperial Human? No. Yeah, no, I mean, if we're going to the, like, the the vampire Illuminati in the next movie, then I guess humans can be elevated to
2: humans as About- well. Oh, no, everything else. Uh, sorry, I messed up my recommendation with this. All right. Well, yes, now they're on the run. Now they're now on the also, run. Also,
1: I would like to say, Cam gagandit gagandit <laughs> the Ganja Bandit, the Ganja Bandit, <laughs> the ganja bandit is the reason that I uh, would like to call bullshit on Ian's claim that Taylor Lautner has the worst wig in this movie because Cam Gigandet, Ganja Bandit,
2: Cam gagandit the Ganja Bandit. He's the nemesis of Cody Banks in the third one has the worst wig in this movie. Disagree?
1: <laughs> it's so
0: bad! No, here, here's the thing. Taylor Lautner is so good looking and pretty that I see that hair and How
2: I'm like, good looking and pretty is he? This
0: much! Because <laughs> I see him with that hair and I go, in no, you are so aware of how pretty you are, in no way do I buy you would let this happen to your hair. <laughs> oh my God. Wow, Cam that's Gagandet, insensitive. Cam Gagandit, the ganja bandit <laughs> is like, I buy the fact that you're a greasy, lazy like it's one of these dudes is just like, all I do is work out and drink muscle milk and let my hair grow so I can tie it in a man bun. I buy that he would let his hair get to that point. I don't buy Taylor But Lottner the wig ones.
1: itself is worse.
2: I disagree. The
1: wig itself looks so much faker.
2: Listeners, at least, at least, tweet at least, it and let us know which are At least Jacob's <laughs> wig
1: is the correct color for his actual hair.
0: But the dudes, but God, the ganja bandit's so blonde and pale that it makes sense that his hair looks blonde and shitty. What is Taylor Lautner? His, he, his He's hair brown. Is He's is brown silken and silky. His, no, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it looks like his looks like a wig. It looks so nice and clean. You know, the like that looks, looks more Native Native
3: People have the silkiest hair on the sure, planet. Sure,
0: but the Ganja Bandits looks all matted and gross. The same way he looks as a as a vampire. Now what is, does Taylor Lautner Lotner not look pretty and silky? No, I'm just saying it looks like a wig. This other guy's looks, looks like his natural shitty. Hair. Looks like his natural shitty hair for a natural shitty vampire. <laughs>
2: So right. Ganja Bandit, though, he's,
0: he's a, a tracker.
2: Hunter. He's a tracker, that puncher, that really wants to... He's like, I'm going to kill Bella. That's the, the the climax of this movie, like, <laughs> 10 minutes left to go. All
0: right, so they go... Play like in the movie, not only in... The <laughs> well, section. okay, first off, Bella and Edward hatch this asinine plot... To make her potentially get her dad to kill himself by giving her dad the same line
2: that her mom gave him when she left him.
1: She basically white fangs him, and yeah. she's like, I don't love you anymore, dad. Like James will
2: kill me. my dad if, because my scent is all over that house, yeah. I need to leave. And so she's like, dad, I can't movie. be stuck here eating peach cobbler like your mustached ass anymore.
0: I gotta get on the road with my 17-year-old boyfriend.
1: No, she's not. Oh yeah, they're a, breaking she, up. She, she makes them think that they broke up, and she just wants to go back to her mom.
2: So yes. she does that. If they put Rosalie and Alice um, have, like, Bella's clothes on them so they can run in a different direction to, like, lead the scent away from Edward from Bella, who is with Alice. No, Rosalie has the clothes, and Esme do, that's right. And then Bella goes with Jasper and Alice. Yes.
0: Yeah. So they run away, and then this essentially all leads to a giant... There's a crazy scene where Alice has a vision about a room full of mirrors, and she's, like... Looking up and, like, blinking while her hand is drawing this incredible, like, charcoal picture. Um, yeah. Which I just thought was, like, that was, like, a cool thing. that was like, I like that moment. Yeah, That's super, super um And the climax of the movie now happens in her old ballet studio.
2: Which looks like no ballet studio I have ever yeah. seen in my life. Because never James established call-
1: that she took ballet. That's never No, really. but James
2: called her and, like, had her mom's voice on the phone. And she thinks that she, he kidnapped her mom, essentially. Yeah.
1: Also, it's like it's firmly established right. earlier in the movie that she hates dancing, and because um, someone asked her to the prom, Mike asked her to the prom, and she's like, dancing. Oh, God, that's a bad idea. With, like, the yes. weight of having murdered a man. While last time
0: I danced, I killed six people. <laughs> yeah, yeah like,
1: the, I believe in this ballet <clears throat> studio, the reason it's so, it's such a big deal is because this is the last time she murdered someone.
0: Yeah, so Edward's like, get in the Volvo, we're driving down to Phoenix, we're doing this shit. Cam yep.
1: Gaganda, the, the Ganja Bandit, <laughs> uh, Cam- is, Cam- is one of the victims of the ballet massacre <clears throat> that Bella per- perpetrated. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah. <laughs> Edward Cullen's dad actually kept him alive. Yeah. yeah. Plot yeah. twist. He did.
1: saved him from the
2: ballet massacre. Yeah,
0: no, he's a big fan of Candy Bandit the Ganja Bandit. Yeah. So Ganja <laughs> Bandit
2: gets there. He he tra- He surprises Bella. Their mom's not actually there. It's an old video. In
0: an, yeah, in an Enter the Dragon esque fight scene yep. in a hall of mirrors. He shatters
2: Bella's leg. He
1: shatters her upper leg. Her
2: femur yeah. is gone, dog. <laughs> yeah, while well, he's like calling, like, like taking a video to send to Edward, so Edward will get here. And then Edward shows up. They fight. All this. All the Cullens arrive. Fight. Gondrabanded. He
1: bites her. Oh
2: yeah, (laughs) Bandit bites Bella.
0: Time, real quick, because he is recording her while he's like torturing her in this moment and we do have the moment earlier on in the film before her and Edward are together where she gets like cornered by the group of dudes. Every act of violence that's about to be uh, perpetrated onto Bella seems to be kind of sexual in some way. Mm-hmm. Like even when like the Ganja Bandits like filming her and doing all this stuff, it's like tell Edward that I'm here. Like tell Edward how much this hurts. And like, He's, like it's choking just, her. And like it like, feels so. Her. I, I'm just like wondering because it's like it's I, vampires. It's vampires. It's always sexual. But it's yeah. It just feels so. Sexual. It feels so predatory and sexual mm-hmm. is that's is exactly that it's vampires. Vampires, bro. Yeah. Okay. Predatory and Literally predators. Yeah. It was one that I was just <laughs> kind of like. I don't know if this is just the motif for the rest of the series and that. Every time Bella is in danger, there is a sexual edge to it. Mm. Or if this is like a, if a woman is in danger, it has to be a threat of sexual violence. Or it's like, it just feels, there was something about it that I was just like, I feel like we've had this scene already.
1: I feel like later in the series be... you'll see that it's very much sexual when it's towards Edward too.
0: Okay, yeah. that's, okay, cool. I just want to know if that was like, if that's the it's series like, or if that's just the series idea about what violence towards women Because when,
1: like. when Edward is in danger from the Volturi, I remember that feeling very like, overtly sexual. Oh Yeah. Too. Like that's like they're they're at a ten on that too. Like, Stay tuned. Like, Everyone's like, fucking. Robbie Malek's very sexual. Michael Sheen's very sexual. It's it's a whole thing. All right.
0: Oh man. Okay. So Edward shows up and he and the Ganja Bandit fight and he kills him. The, okay, almost kills he, him almost kills him this, they
1: kill him by this, Alex comes on and like leaps out across his shoulders and rips right. his head the fuck breaks
0: him. his neck in like in the periphery of the scene like to yeah. you know like oh by the way guys the conflict was mm-hmm. never important yeah
1: because Stephen yeah. Meyer can't write uh, action so nope. what and happened unfortunately, in the is you, and unfortunately Catherine
0: Hardwick can't film action this no. sequence sucks
1: so what happens in the book is that she's basically unconscious and they tell her afterwards what happened none of that is, is oh awkward. continue
2: gaslighting how yeah. Grecian is that yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah so like Because the only way to kill a vampire is you have to rip apart their body and set them on fire.
0: Antigone,
2: (laughs) Medea, Twilight, Twilight. (laughs) Uh, and then Bella was bitten, uh, so she's either going to turn into a vampire if they don't stop the venom, or okay, uh,
1: yes, (laughs) yeah,
2: or Carlisle says, "Hey, uh, Edward, you suck the venom out." Then it'll stop.
1: And also, I had missed this on past rewatchings. Her femoral artery is severed. Her femoral artery she is severed. She is bleeding out.
0: <laughs> she's got maybe 20 seconds. She's tops. got, like,
1: she is actively bleeding out. And they're saying, okay, Edward, what you gotta do, you gotta suck more blood out It's of like,
0: there. I have to brood.
1: I have to brood. And, and while wow, like,
2: She's still conscious while, like, dealing the with these And then definitely...
1: The venom is definitely spreading. But I guess like
2: Carlisle's like he's been a doctor for hundreds of years. He's like, he's like, I've worked 24-hour shifts for all the 60s and 70s. Have you seen <laughs> seasons one through two of Night Shift? Like, I <laughs> it yeah. So... So basically, Edward starts to suck the minimum out. He almost goes too far, but he is able to stop himself. So Bella doesn't turn into a vampire. So it remains yeah. her choice if she ever wants to turn in the future. Yes. And then... They, she boom. wakes yeah. up in
1: the hospital. They've told her parents that she fell down two flights of stairs and threw a window.
2: <laughs> like the clumsiest <laughs> asshole in the world. And look, her ex-boyfriend's here. And her deal.
1: ex-boyfriend happened to be there at the time, and we haven't heard her side of the story. And yet, we're going to let him stay here and not be suspicious of that at all.
0: <laughs> she um, goes it was and up and then <laughs> she fell down two flights of stairs and threw a window? And
1: severed her femoral artery and has bite marks on her. You know what? Makes mm. sense.
0: This it's guy the, seems like a good dude. this
1: ballet studio. police,
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: and this ballet studio is fucking decimated. Completely
0: unrelated. The ballet studio they used to take class in <laughs> On is,
2: uh, is on fire and destroyed. And there's your blood all over it. Yeah. But anyway, you wanna go to prom? Yeah, but then they go to prom <laughs> and have a beautiful little dance and that's the end of
1: the movie. No, oh, but she comes up with a boot on her lower leg despite the fact that she broke her upper leg.
2: Yeah. And that's really where the movie falls
0: apart. And then... Uh, yeah, <laughs> They go to prom. <laughs> Anna Kendrick is there. Uh, we've forgotten to mention, just, just like, again, how much of a breath of fresh air on a Kendrick. And how good her boobs look
2: in that dress. Yeah, that's like a big, Which is she, a line of dialogue. Which
1: is she's very proud of. She really yeah. wanted her
2: boobs. It's like, it's like Alan Mishaka in uh, Easy A. Yeah.
1: Um, so they go to prom. It's a really cute little prom. It looks like a really nice wedding, basically. There's lots of twinkle lights. Yep. You forget um, the
0: fact that only 16 people are in this graduating class. Yeah, so it's a very light small part prom. Yeah, is
1: playing. Yep, they dance it. together. There's a whole fake out where he looks like he's going to bite her. It's very sexy. Um, and then it the movie ends with them like at the question mark of are yeah. is she gonna be a vampire? And then the end scene happens where we see Victoria, James's girlfriend, dressed for prom like, Who's the, James? like Ganja Bandit. Ganja Bandit. Oh uh-huh. Katie um,
3: uh, Dammit Ganja Bandit. Katie <coughs> Bandit
1: by Ganja <coughs> Bandit. Um, <laughs> um and then she's on the upper upper level looking down, and instead of taking her revenge like that night, goes away and it's like another it day. Every? I'll let
0: him have, an, yeah, I have it, a nice she, <laughs> she needs an arm? <laughs> Wait, um, so is she she is comes she, back
1: by herself next time. Is
0: she a high schooler? I mean, yeah, that's right. No. She was hiding she's in that adult. particular circumstance. She was just in a prom dress.
1: In a prom dress on the upper level yep. with her hair up. She's, like she's going to be hunting
2: them she, next the week. Yeah,
1: also, her hair's in an updo. She turns away from the window on the upper level and like, takes her hair out of the updo, shakes it down like we didn't know who she was. <laughs>
0: yeah, then, I straight up didn't know and who then she was.
1: Walks, starts walking down the stairs. It turns to black and white. And then the credits. And then...
0: And Radiohead's 15
2: Steps starts playing and Ian goes, God damn it, i got to sit through these credits. And <laughs>
1: Grease frames on her face and that's the last shot of the movie.
2: Well, it's in the credits, if it wasn't black and white, then they didn't tend to do the red pops. So that when the scene when Edward holds the apple in his hands, it's literally the book cover. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's Twilight. Oh, that's Twilight. Twilight. Uh, okay, do you guys want to play the budget game? Yes. What do we think the budget of this movie was? Oh God. Lauren, do you have a question you need to ask me? Um, how
1: much did Iron
0: Man cost? Iron Man cost the same exact year, 140 million dollars to make. How much money do you think Twilight cost to make? 10 million. 10 million. 60. 60. I
1: go.
0: Hmm. 40. 40. Lauren is the closest. Mm. Six, uh, it costs $37 million to make. All right. $37 million movie. The lowest movie.
1: budget of all The
0: all lowest time. budget of all The them. They have
1: the lowest expectations, so they yeah. have the lowest budget.
0: Okay, what do we think oh, this gosh. movie made? Worldwide. We'll go worldwide. Worldwide. Worldwide? I want to say like. Give me like a good like, 200 million. 200 300 million? 325
1: million. 325? <sighs> I'm going to go. Maybe four hundred.
0: Four hundred again. Lauren wins three ninety two worldwide. Uh, three ninety two yeah. worldwide. This franchise has made three point six billion dollars worldwide. The arc
1: yep. of this podcast Jeez. is just me going from worst at this game to best at this. Yeah.
0: Game. This <laughs> this movie was a huge success. It made sixty nine million dollars opening weekend. Nice. Sixty nine. Um, <coughs> <coughs> uh,
1: Something
0: that the two leads <clears throat> will never do. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Catherine Hardwick actually has a lot of really interesting quotes about this because she talks very openly about how her career kind of went into a little bit of a downward spiral after this movie, even though she had been responsible for uh, directing the highest-grossing female-led movie of all time at that point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but
1: people hated her for it because they hate these movies.
0: Yeah, but yeah. The movie did not get a huge critical reception. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, X, Y, Z. Um, so, uh, Lauren, I wanted to ask you something really quick. You mentioned earlier about how every woman wants to fuck the Phantom of the Opera. Why?
1: I feel like I explained it earlier. Really, it's the same sort of like power fantasy thing. Like I don't know, there's so I, I there is something innately sexual about the Phantom of the Opera. Do you not think I the really Phantom of the, of the Opera would so smell take like
2: you shit? Into the of somewhere? Like, I
1: don't have to explain this to you, Ian. I, it's just a thing that always Just M- wear the mask
0: once a year. You and want to get date a masked, it. smelly person who lives in the in the walls of a that theater? Can
1: sing like that, yes.
0: That sings at you when you're asleep.
1: I don't know what you want from me, Ian. It is a universal female experience, and. I can't explain it to you. I'm just
0: curious. He's a
1: sexy man. What do you want from me?
0: Okay, then. Um, what do you
1: want from me?
0: I want your hand <laughs> at the level of your eye. That's what I want. Okay, let's go. Of Phantom of the Opera quotes. Uh, let's go to the recommendation game. Would we recommend I
1: feel like I have to Twilight
0: recommend... in oh, okay. 2019? Um Michael, as our guest, I want to start with you. Would you recommend Twilight in 2019? Does it hold up? Absolutely.
3: It absolutely does.
0: All right. What why?
3: why? Um this this whole this whole story is is a I feel it's like a like a caricature of <coughs> of your adolescent love story, dog. And it and it overblows it. And I think that that's so important. I think that actually is really really important because you're young, you're a young person, you wanna process these feelings that you're having. You have this ridiculous movie that can help you process these ridiculous feelings that you're having. Now granted, does it give you a, a, a proper blueprint on how to handle it? No, but you're not gonna listen to it anyway. You're, you're 13, you don't give a fuck about, you know, sustaining healthy relationships. You give a fuck about, I want that person. Oh, uh, oh, uh, I can express it. Well, I have Twilight. Twilight can, can help me feel all the things that I feel inside, but, like, you know, in a more active way. So I really want to just, like, carry that girl and, like, throw her up a mountain and just, like, show her how shiny and beautiful I am. But
0: <laughs> you can't do that. So Twilight does it for you. All right. That's a great, that's great. Yes. I love that. Eric, what about you?
2: No, uh, I I I. You came
0: a, into this ready.
2: I know I spent a lot of this podcast. Like I I can understand why certain things happen. I think I've been relatively positive on this podcast about certain parts of it, but it's a bad fucking movie. I think that ultimately, go read the book. I think for all the reasons Michael just said. I think go ahead and read the book because I think that thematically I still support it existing, but I think just in terms of direction, camera angles, acting. Everything that makes a movie a movie, it's not good. Now, that being said, I know we're gonna watch the rest of them this summer, so we'll see how that expands, but just as a pure movie, uh, no. I awesome,
0: can't. excellent. Uh, Lauren, what about you?
1: Look, this isn't a good movie. I think you can <laughs> firmly establish
0: that.
1: It's not a good series. It's not a good movie. But did I have a blast last night? <laughs> yeah. I did. Um. So you know what? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I had fun. In I a group I,
0: of people, you'd watch I, it. Again. Yes,
1: in a group of people, I would watch this 100%. Yes. Cool. I'm done. Yes.
0: Awesome. This movie's boring as fuck and it's ridiculous. No, I'm not watching this movie again. <laughs> and I yet, would watch
1: and t- yet you took two pages of notes. <laughs> I took two
0: pages of notes because this movie is ridiculous. Yep. I, and as somebody who is a fan of Catherine Hardwick's other work... Go check out some of her other movies. He
1: laughed his ass off. Don't listen to him lying.
0: Well, it's it's fun to watch with other people, but again, I kind of feel like if, if don't
1: watch it by yourself like a psycho. If
0: I'm a twenty-seven, <laughs> I'm a twenty-seven-year-old guy watching Twilight by myself. I I would like. Admit myself into the nearest hospital. Yeah, um, <laughs> can do it. Great. So I also want to point out one of the other reasons why we decided to do this one is because uh, Eric, you and Lauren found something in a Target yesterday, right?
2: Oh
1: yeah, oh, yeah.
3: yeah. Which
0: sparks doing this. Uh, you want to explain a little bit about what you found, Stephanie Meyer's newest project that Absolutely. she's doing. Absolutely.
2: Yeah,
1: Stephanie Meyer's at the point where she's writing fanfic of her own, uh, novels. Her
0: and E.L. James
2: both.
1: Which, (laughs) like, you know, I feel like I have to applaud the audacity. And her latest project is Life and Death. Yep. Which, um, Eric, you want to take it from here?
2: Uh, yeah, sure. So if you go into a Target and you see a book that looks familiar, uh, because the Twilight cover is Two Pale Hands with a Red Apple... Uh, this book is two pale hands with a green apple. You're like, ooh, ooh, is this a new Twilight book? The answer is kind of, because all this is is the exact Twilight book, but the pronouns have been switched. So now we have Beaufort Swan. A man comes to Forks and falls in love with Ed- Edith. 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 Cullen.
1: This whole thing happened because apparently Stephanie Meyer did a did an interview where she said um, she was responding to people saying that the power dynamics were unhealthy and she was like, I never felt that it was about him being a guy and her being a girl I always felt like if the genders had been swapped, the story would have been the exact same. And if anything is true, it's that this book proves that's exactly the case because it's the exact same fucking story. So you can
2: go buy the exact same story and support feminism?
1: But every single character's gender is swapped.
2: Yeah, yes. Like yes. Alice is Archie now, uh, uh, Jacob is Jules, so... Yeah, but but we finally is, well, get a male protagonist. Well,
1: because, finally. Guys, guys, God forbid this not be heterosexual in any yeah,
2: way. Yeah, so go... I don't know. That's not my recommendation, but it exists. It's no. at Target. I just needed- I needed us to talk about that. Yeah. Great, now let's
0: get into, uh, like we always do at this time. If there is a modern analog for
2: 2008's Twilight, <laughs> let's talk about it. What do we recommend? Uh, Eric, I'll go to you first. Alright, uh, this is something that doesn't do with vampires. It is sexier, it is better acted, it is better written, it is everything Twilight should be, and that's at least the first couple uh, but specifically the first season of HBO's True Blood. It is... Okay. This show, I watched after th- in college with my buddies. The first season is actually exquisitely good drama. Mm-hmm. Um, it stars a bunch of awesome people. It is sexy as fuck. It is violent as fuck. And I couldn't watch it the last season. But it the first... There's a lot to love in a lot of the seasons. Um, so if you still have the HBO Now password you're using for Game of Thrones, watch True Blood. Mm-hmm. It's fucking rad. I was Sweet.
1: on a, I was on a big True Blood kick at that time in my life, too.
2: Yeah. Um, and for us, that didn't really explain it. It's a
1: natural it, progression. Yeah,
2: it's like uh, Anna Paquin plays Sookie Stackhouse who works at a diner in Bon Tom, Louisiana. And then you find out vampires are around there. And fun fact, if you're watching it, Her and the character Bill actually got married during the course of that show and they're a lovely couple now.
1: Plus, there's a super hot Alexander Skarsgard. Alexander
2: Skarsgard fucked my Kinsey scale so hard watching that show. She's so so Oh my god,
1: she is so hot in that. Uh, I was not Team Bill. And there's a lot more uh, and there's
2: actually LGBTQ plus representation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Lauren, what about you? Um, okay, so I went kind of a different uh um thing. I went for another supernatural uh love story. Um, that I've been really into recently um, and I, I, is funny, has characters who are very much not underplaying and very much playing everything at a 10 um, and that is Good Omens on uh, Amazon which is another uh, love story where they're not going to have sex, ever um, <laughs> and, but is so much more touching and so much more beautiful and uh, Michael Sheen and David Tennant are delightful in it and I would watch them uh, hang out any day so yeah, I loved it.
0: Nice, nice. It's
1: about, it's basically just a story about an angel and a demon uh, becoming best friends over the course of thousands of years, and then averting the apocalypse because they like living on Earth too much.
0: Yep. It's a great show and then so think, far.
1: Yeah, and then they end up together, yeah, and it's that. beautiful.
0: Uh, Michael, what about you? What do you recommend? I'm
3: uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Vikings. Ooh, cool! I've never seen that episode of Vikings. This is why I say Vikings. One, the entire show is also sponsored by Grey because it's in Scandinavia.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, a lot of white people.
3: Um, also, a lot of white people. You don't have to cast the blacks. <laughs> I understand that Stephanie Meyer hates doing that, so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's also, I mean, you have a bunch of a bunch of very, very sexual, very like you know, kind of infeminate men that will also kill you and have no problem being problematic and sexist towards you because that's just how they are. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> but you, you know, you don't get blueballed watching in the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like you can get, like, some rom- some romantic moments. You can get the fighting moments. There's also the supernatural element of, like, the gods and Odin and Jesus Christ fighting for, you know, people's souls, basically. in mm-hmm. this, like, weird, like, this weird holy war that's, like, being, like, edged into the, 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 the world. Um, yeah, I feel like that's kind of Twilight-esque without the glitter.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. i buy that. Cool. I'm, I'm going to recommend... Uh, Two movies, to counterpoint, because I actually, like we were saying, this I really enjoy...
1: always gives me shit.
0: I really enjoy... You recommended a TV show. I always... I We both... Uh, we both. I really enjoy the work of Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson, especially nowadays when they're doing a lot of indie stuff, that it's like they're actually getting to do a lot of really interesting work. So um, a Robert Pattinson movie that came out recently that I really enjoyed uh, uh, is Claire Denis' High Life. It came out earlier this year. It's a science fiction movie. He's fucking excellent in it. It is a really great movie. Um, It is a slow burn. If you're kind of into really weird shit, definitely highly recommend that. And a few years ago, uh, Kristen Stewart did this movie called Personal Shopper, um, which was written and directed by this French dude, Olivier Acaise. And it's a really, again, really slow. There's maybe like 20 lines of dialogue in the whole movie. It's basically like her and her phone for most of the movie. And she gets a random text message. She's a personal shopper for a celebrity. And she randomly starts getting all these text messages. That may or may not be from her dead brother. Ooh. It's a really cool movie, and Kristen Stewart is fucking awesome in it. Yeah, um, yeah.
2: and so I just wanted to give some love to that. Also, I want to really recommend go to the Charlie's <coughs> Angel. Trailer on YouTube and leave some positive comments and likes to like get rid of the fucking trolls. Yes, because <laughs> the uh, movie looks great <laughs> Awesome, uh, great anybody have anything to plug Eric? What's going on you Uh Living force podcast keep on trucking uh, We had some interviews that just went up lately for your, all your Star Wars needs and we got some book reviews coming out in the next couple weeks Excellent Michael you got anything you want to plug no awesome La- Lauren?
1: No, if
0: you're in Michigan check out the Michigan Shakespeare Festival July 11th through August 18th. We're all in it Doing fun work Check it out, Michiganshakespearefestival.com. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to this episode of Not Another Film Podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, we're on Twitter at Film Another. If you want to send us recommendations for movies to do, send it to us at Not Another at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening. We will be coming at you with all five of these fucking Twilight movies for the rest of the episode. what? Are we doing episodes we're on them? We're doing all episodes, of? episodes on all of them. What? I, I, I did not know guy. that I've decided. We're going to do it. <laughs> we're going with this. We're going on this journey. Uh, great. So thank Wait, you very much. To get on to
1: talk about, <laughs> about his boy. Who
0: knows if we'll be alive to do New Moon, but thank you very much for listening, folks. Bye.
1: fuck!